Hear ye travelers, and get ye hype, for in the last episode of Live and Let Dice, the party decided to go north, mostly at Solace's behest. Perhaps to gain some knowledge would be their request, but whatever lies ahead for our party, they march with renewed vigor filling their hearts, for Gavin's guild knows now what direction their path lays, and they will go and do what best they may. With renewed vigor they are now heroes, and that's about that, we'll just have to see where things go. Join us this Sunday for Live and let dice. Welcome to Live and Let's Dice. Uh, my name is Cody. I am your dungeon master. Joining us tonight, we have uh, Zach as Zanvin, Devin as Malik the Magnificent, Burn as, uh, excuse me, <laughs> Dean as Burn Dawnbringer, and Dini as Stolos. Uh, how are we doing tonight, folks? Someone needs to mute their phone. Doing excellent. Oh, I don't. I don't have the Metal Gear. That's not me. Uh, I don't know who that was. Cody, that was <laughs> the dungeon rafter. Dean's, uh, Dean's uh, a true procrastinator. Just finished leveling up like ten minutes ago. Dude, holy shit! I didn't you got level two weeks. I didn't level to level two. <laughs> My character is stacked now. Holy yeah. shit! Get. Oh, a pretty big jump from from one, one, to, three. From one to three. Yeah, Jesus. Okay. All right, uh, Devin, I need you to make the first roll of the night. Okay. So go ahead and roll a d twenty dexterity saving throw. Okay. Um, that's going to come. Let me pull up my stats here real quick. Hey. Mm-hmm. We are looking at a modified 13. Thud. As you hit the ground after falling asleep on top of the mantle place, of which there was a very nice padded, like uh, embossed, pillowy thing. Uh, as you hit the ground, you notice inside of it there are, again, a 50 gold and two daggers. So, as a kind of mantle decoration, you have a feeling. That uh, wraps up our Where Did Devin Fall Asleep At last episode. <laughs> uh, and you take one point of damage, which you don't have to write down. It just, you bonk your head. Right. So uh, with a thud and a crash, Zanvin, I believe you have the highest passive perception. Yes. My what are you doing at five in the morning as Meloch drearily wakes up? Five in the morning, uh, so I am uh, probably lightly sleeping at this point. I feel like we kind of got our bell rung last episode, so I'm not like in, uh, or not last episode rather, but the uh, on our last combat. So I am not sleeping super well, kind of on edge, and mm-hmm. uh, I would say I'm lightly asleep at this point. Okay. Uh, Burn, why don't you give me a constitution saving throw? Uh, what is that, D20? Yes, sir. And you would add your constitution modifier. 
Uh, that's dexterity, right? Uh, nope, constitution. Oh, constitution. Which one's that? Oh, okay. There oh, is. my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Jesus. Okay. I believe it's labeled constitution. Can Dean do extra tutoring sessions like four times a week <laughs> to get, like learn? I'm, uh, I'm just kidding. It's a modified 19. Modified 19. Uh, how would you like to wake up today? Uh, with birds chirping and like like almost like a Disney princess. Just like everything is amazing. <laughs> That's how I want to wake up. What happened? <laughs> Well, I hope you don't think I'm going to be the one chirping. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to you. That's incredible. <laughs> well, uh, an owl doesn't sleep, so. <laughs> oh, who? I've been up. <laughs> I'm an nocturnal. That's right. <laughs> oh no. Although I, I do take I, I do take some delight in watching Melok fall on his face. So that's mm. a great way to start the morning. Definitely. <laughs> Wow. Rise and shine. Melok, how uh, how are you doing over there? Nope. I'm peaceful. <laughs> My liver's liver's filtering out all the toxins and I'm probably gonna wake up, have a real nice poop. Oh yeah. I'll be on my yeah. way. Too bad the uh shithouse has burned down with the uh one of your asses at least. I'm a halfling, I'm pretty in tune with nature. I could do this just about anywhere and make good. Works for me. I I don't think that that's the group issue. I think that's more the of a DM bird. approved by the DM. Let's go. <laughs> wow. That was a good one. That was a good one. Ten points to Team Bond. Team Burn. That's a good one. All right. Um, he gets inspiration dice for that, right? <laughs> oh yeah, I I will totally okay. give you a D6 of DM inspiration on that one. That's all right. Cool. So you can he add a it. To any role tonight, one time. All right. All right. Well, I'm all prepared because I got all my dice out. Uh, so you guys, uh, wake up, Garen's. You mute. You muted yourself. Get that pulled up here. Um. Zach, was there anything you wanted to do before leaving Garen's rest? Um. I think you mentioned in the last episode that the so kind of like the compound of Garen's house burned down or like was on fire. Mm -hmm. um, but you mentioned um, I was re-listening to the stream and you mentioned that uh, sort of like the area with the training dummies seemed to not catch fire for some reason. So I want to go check that out. And that's sure. obviously where you put Garen to rest. So maybe like say one more goodbye, but also just kind of inspect that area and i'll pull yes. up your screen right now uh yeah go ahead and uh give me investigation okay uh it was actually a 20 <laughs> holy shit yeah okay so plus whatever the bonus is i don't know what it is uh plus uh, four 24 dang so you walk over and notice two things one a while back um, after you had just started your training in the, the dark arts of assassinery yes. you uh, had made a small stash in one of the uh, hollowed out crude kind of mannequins with armor in it Okay. and years of weathering and time and damage from spells and all kinds of other things 
has reminded you of this pocket on the inside of the armor. Okay. Uh, as you slink your arm through and in, you retrieve three pieces of paper, uh, of which are for contacting the society when needed to. Okay. Which is um, like assassin background people. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, my in my character's backstory. That is like the guild that um, Garen introduced me to, and that uh, I have taken tutelage under. So, um, is uh, the groundskeeper with us or no? He's left already. It's just us. Uh, no, Tor. Tor. Timbus. Timbus. Torvin. It was Torvin. <laughs> He's okay. dipped out already. I think. Timbus. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, it, it is the next day, so I mean, if you really wanted to search for him, you probably could if you wanted to. No, I will. Um, I guess should I use a D twenty to write a message to the society? Uh, D one hundreds actually. Oh, okay. So let me get my chart. Let's figure out. that out here. Okay, so D one hundred. Uh, I rolled a uh, fifty three. Out of 100. Uh, yes, your message goes through. Okay. Uh, and so I will tell the society that we are going to um, sort of, uh, we're going to head north to the college and we need, uh, we need to be basically smuggled to, um, to the college. I think it's Cloud, Cloudbright, Cloudburst College. Yep. Yeah. So I would like to, um, to let me check my inventory, see how much gold we have, because I feel like we're gonna have to pay for this. Um, I'll Not say I have a... necessarily. Oh, yeah. So I will tell them that we're gonna head north of Garen's Rest to meet on the beach uh, between um, Garen's Rest and Cloudburst College, and for them to send uh, someone to smuggle us to the college. Okay. Yeah, I, that totally works. So, uh, kind of what happens is, is you. You scroll this message that, as in Thieves Camp, um, kind of with your magical symbols and meanings and things, uh, begins to slowly disappear as you write. Um, probably fast enough to where, like, you can check your your grammar, but it realizes when the whole message has been finished using punctuation and multiple other things as these lines kind of redact themselves. Uh, and as you do the letter, um, finishing it, you fold it in half, and then you let go of it midair as it folds itself in half and then half again until it just winks out. Gone. Uh, and your message is sent. All right. Well, so I'm good cool. to go. Yeah. I uh, agree. I say we away. Perfect. Stolas, Burn, anything you guys would like to do before you leave Garen's rest? High five, everyone. <clears throat> uh, I, re oh. I refuse to high five and go along my way. My God. Oh, my God. Should we um Burn will remember this? <laughs> What's going on with him? Hasn't laid in a while. Hasn't bathed in a while either. <laughs> Stank. Now correct me if I'm wrong, friends, but were there not uh perchance some smugglers up to the northern coast of this small island? Yes, yes. Malak, that's who we're reaching out to. Hopefully they'll be able to uh to give us safe passage. To avoid the client and his entourage. Right, but perhaps we um perhaps we try to just win one of their boats in a game of chance or strength. I think we've got more than enough going for us on both fronts and save a bit of our hard-earned gold. Are there 
Are there any common folk with boats that we can maybe... Um, uh, go ahead and give me, like, intelligence. I, uh, I'm or, just or saying, uh, Stolas has wings. Perhaps she <laughs> goes ahead and surveys the situation and tells us what our odds are of overwhelming through force or wit these smugglers to the north here. Sure. Yeah, I can uh, do that. Would you I have a good? negative one intelligence, so I really can't <laughs> Uh, Burn, you're we'll, we'll just say based off of your passive of kind of I think it's like 10 or 11 um, on on your basic assumption there's probably not going to be commoners if they were to be found they would be fishing vessels more or less around the town of Fish Trap which is south mm. of you oh, sure. okay. um, and most of which are usually uh, like accompanied by Fort Megalodon frigates uh, at least for kind of surveying to keep them safe from pirates and that kind of thing also, guys, remember, I did already send that letter, so that shit has blinked out of existence. <laughs> I don't want to waste my second of paper to send another message. Like, yo, JK. <laughs> hey, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys uh, start your journey with you. I think you have one ass left, if I remember correct. Hell yeah. We do, yeah. And, oh, your cart burned down, though. So... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're on foot. I can just let the ass go. You, you oh no! I guess you could carry our food and stuff. You pack meal them. Uh-huh. Okay, so you load up your bags and your packs, uh, and you head out. Uh, it's two days' journey, which is more than enough time for your uh, frigate to arrive uh, to help you get safe passage to Cloudburst College. Nice. Um, let's do a little random encounter potentially. So go ahead and roll. Who wants to roll tonight? Dean. Yeah, I'll roll. All right. There's a 19. uh... 19. Okay. So your first night goes by with no issues. Hell yeah. You guys walk on the roads. There's not a lot of town guards. You guys are pretty high in the mountains. Uh, and as you come... Actually, you're not in the mountains. You're in the valley in between the two mountain peaks. I'll have to pull back up my, my stop screen sharing. Um, Stolas, I would like to remind Stolas to make sure to read her book at night to get uh, proficiency from the book she found at Garen's Rest. Damn right. Yes, so you guys are kind of in this valley um, that leads to this nice grassland. Uh, and as you skirt the edges of the mountains, kind of keeping it to your west, uh, you guys have no issue. Uh, one more time as the next day comes, and go ahead and mark off rations for those of you who have them. Um, I think Burn is carrying most of them, so you can knock off four. Okay, let's see. And let's have a let's stall us. Let's have you roll a d20. See if we get any encounters. I got a 10. 10. Okay. Let's go ahead and roll initiative. A. I got a 17. <laughs> I got a five. Why the fuck am I always laughing? Cody, Cody, we get do we get bonuses to our initiative? So dexterity. Yeah, so you will roll a d20 and add your dexterity modifier to it. Okay, I got an 18. That's 14 plus 4 is 8. Okay. Did you hit a 3? I tied at 17. 
Oh, that that was my modifier. Did you get a modifier on initiative? <laughs> we were just talking about that. <laughs> Your decks. Oh. So you might not, but no, I don't. I don't have any dexterity. <laughs> I think in the second episode, I forgot that plus initiative. That's why I was fighting so bad the second episode. Maybe it was the third. I just kept forgetting it on one of the last episodes. Of Dragon Ball Z. Who's right in fighting? Who's what? His background is right in. Oh, yeah, so, man. Uh, Cody, for those that are listening to the audio version, what's going on here? Oh, sorry. I am pulling up maps right now. We, uh, I am just getting everything prepped and readied. I kind of had some cool different terrain ideas. I'm actually repurposing an older map I have, hey. uh, which is a like a crumbled fountain. Uh, it's one nice. that I love to use because it gives the, the chance for cover and all kinds of things. So uh, with your role being as it is, midday hits. Um, actually, not even midday. We'll say we'll say evening. Mid- evening hits as you are making your way across the um, kind of these outskirts of the northwest part of town heading up to meet at the uh, smuggler's point he's given you um, after the first day you've, you've gotten your reply back telling them where to meet you uh, giving you coordinates and being able to track as well as most of you are being adventurers um, have set your heading that way on your way there through the forests as the mountains slope down into rolling hills and into forests and then to grassland to beach uh, in between that forest and grassland part, there's an older fountain that is crumbling. Uh, that looks like either a good place to make your final night or to at least get some water and take a small rest before either pushing through or, you know, making camp elsewhere. Uh, and as you get close to it, you recognize kind of what it is just from its artistic value outside uh, and these kind of these old roads that, you know, roam the north of this island, the northwest of this island. And you are able to make out two large shapes in the darkness. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, Humonculus. Would I, would I be able to use my devil sight to see what they are? Yes, because it's dusk, so you're going to have disadvantage. Those of you who don't have it, um, night vision or something like that. Uh, can I? Um... Pull out my move blade and uh, light up the area. You can. Ooh. It's, uh, Very cool. Well, then never mind. <laughs> it's 60 feet bright light and then 30 dim light. Yeah. So you're headed. What was the initiative of these creatures? Uh, I am drawing everything in right now. They actually tied with you. One of them tied with you, Zambin, and then one of them is going last. Yay. So, um, if it's a tie, the we get the bonus as a player, right? Uh, you guys get the... They have not noticed you yet. I had you roll initiative kind of prematurely. Okay, so uh, we get the surprise on them? You will have the surprise on them. We're going to say that you're coming from this side. Because I have assassinate, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I get advantage on the attack roll, and any hit you score against a creature that surprises critical hit. Correct. Damn. Oh, but if I light up the area, I'm sure they would notice, no? Oh, no, they're uh, not fired. 
Yep, it's not your turn yet. So I will draw in some rough maps here for some things around 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Kind of make an estimated guess here of the firelight. So that's going to be dim light. Okay, now that we have the map drawn in, uh, thank you so much for your patience, those of you who are listening to the audio. Uh, two large ogre-esque creatures sit arguing over a large fire in the refuge of this fountain. Uh, great walls that are about 10 feet tall. It looks like it maybe at one time it was some sort of mausoleum. Yeah. And there is rubble over here, which will be difficult terrain. And there's plenty of tree coverage. So, Zanvin, with that, you are first. How would you like to proceed, good sir? Uh, and they have not noticed us, correct? Um, the one who tied you for initiative has not. He seems to be eating something in the fire. Okay. Light, excuse me. Hmm. Can we chat amongst ourselves to see how we want to proceed? Yeah. Um, I will pass that. I'm going to make one more roll as this ogre then. Uh, why don't you give me stealth? And we'll go down the line if you're kind of quietly. Uh, my stealth, I rolled a 15 plus uh, 8 is 23. Okay. Yeah. Nope. He hasn't noticed you. Melok, that would be your turn next uh, as Zanbin kind of turns to Yeah, I, I only got a 14 on my stealth. Okay. Still haven't noticed you. Okay. I got, I got an 8. God damn it. Still has not noticed you. Oh my All gosh. Right. Dean. All right. better than an 8. Oh god! <laughs> I got an eight. <laughs> Still hasn't noticed you either. <laughs> All right. So as a party, um... this other ogre though, oh, no, <laughs> is getting. Uh, he has probably heard you, and he is quieting down his partner. Okay. So oh, that gosh. one has heard us. Uh, I would like to. Um, I guess it's their turn now, or it's our turn. I guess. Uh, that kind of just going through there, I'll give you guys a chance to talk here for just a little bit since we haven't, uh, he, he has heard something, but has not gone on full alert because ogres are not very bright. Okay. So. Uh, so I'm thinking we should go, um, almost diagonally from the one on the right to get behind them and, uh, maybe me and Melloc. Well, we also have an eight foot fucking person with us, so, um, I I will also say with oh, I mean, I I was we may be able to use our eight foot fucking person to create <laughs> quite the distraction to ensure you get your uh, roguish hit off. I I will also say, being that you guys are new players, I know Devin, you probably already know this. With random encounters like stuff like this, you technically don't have to fight them if you want to sneak. Well, away. that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking right now. That's no. why I wanted to talk because I feel like. We were kind of murder hobos last two episodes, just killing everything we encountered. I, I'm wondering if we could get through this amicably. You could try diplomacy too. I mean, generally, ogres are normally not good creatures, but you could try. Mm. I have four cartons of blackberries and a vial of poison. If we, if things get uh, dicey, <laughs> well, let's can... let's see what they have first. Can you put your eyes to good use and see if you spot any? potential valuables amongst them uh sure cody can i roll for that sure 
Since I have like a 20,000 oh, for stealth right now. Go ahead and roll a disadvantage because they are behind a wall and there is dim flickering light. Okay. What type of roll am I doing? An investigation? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first one was a 20. The second one was a 12. So 12 plus 4 is 16. Okay. 16. They seem to be eating. Okay. Sorry. I'm... That's okay. I'm changing colors for those of you listening. Blue is probably not a good color. Uh, they seem to be eating part of a dead horse. Oh, no. Mm. Sorry, ass from earlier. <laughs> uh, I don't think they'll have too much to offer us. What's with all these creatures eating ass? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that Meloc, that would be your turn. How would you like to proceed? No, oh, we were still talking. I just said I don't think they have too much to offer us. True. Wait, can I use my bonus action to ready a weapon? Uh, I kind of assumed that this point have them out. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Except you're maybe... You wanted to move forward amicably, and now you're trying to fight them? Well, I have, concealed, I have concealable weapons. I'm just trying is... to get, make sure them bitches are ready. Brian, what do you think? I want your, I want your opinion. Yo, I got law and order right here, baby. <laughs> Got Walker well, and Texas Ranger. We, I gotta get these bad boys ready. Bother with these filthy creatures. If we don't need to fight them and they're not hostile towards us, like why bother? Stolas? Yeah, can we try to sneak by them? Live and let live, not live and let die. Maybe we can. Ah. <laughs> maybe we can throw a carton of blackberry and distract them and or hurry by. Well, I we think I think that. At least I've heard that orcs are at least part elf. If that's the case, we should just kill them. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't think you were gonna go there, but okay. Okay, but she's. I'm pretty sure that's racist in mythology. I'm not so sure if that transfers <laughs> over to D and D as well. I don't know if it is, honestly. That's, all right, that's so party. What are we doing? Are we killing these guys? Or are we gonna let them live? Oh. I'm all for just amicably offering them blackberries to mm-hmm. let us buy. Say, oh, we, I like those blackberries. All the way around them in the back, or we can walk to this front wall in front of us. Uh-huh. As we get there, Stolas can fly behind them up on the ten foot wall and distract them. We could run past this rubble, get out of their line of sight, and then Stolas could just fly back and meet us up front. That's a good idea. I could also simply cast Mage Hand and have it go snap off some twigs right behind them and get them out of our way. Oh, that's true. Great idea. That's a way better idea. I like yeah, that. Yeah, because I, I don't want to end up on a spit. Thanks. We wouldn't let you end up on a spit. Although <laughs> I might, because you didn't high five me. All right. If we're all in accordance, say I will cast uh, Mage Hand. Go for it. All right. Mage Hand travels a total of, I believe, 30 feet. Off the top of my head, if I remember correctly. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, yep, 30 feet. Okay. So, from you, put you back in green. Yeah, you're going to have to move forward. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 would be here from you. Where? Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's green dot. I couldn't see our little squares. Well, when you want to snap a twig behind them so they look the other yeah, way. Yeah, I, I did. That, that was my idea. But I didn't realize I was so limited in movement. Um, 
So even if you move to the X, you could go to the second green dot. Uh, go ahead and give me intelligence. Um, check. Check. Yeah, like a saving throw, actually. Yeah, that's going to be 10. Okay, uh, that's good enough. You know, as you see it cross the firelight and come and investigate, uh, you catch one giant eye. Not only is it a monstrous ogre, it's actually a cyclops. Thankfully, oh my god! while good of hearing, not very good at sight. So he has poor depth perception, which is what the cones are coming off of him. Um, you think that if you you would have to move probably to where the second dot is like so next turn um to actually get the result you want because cyclops are dumb but <laughs> smash you so you can move to this x uh, i believe you're 25 feet of movement so i would have to stay in stealth and then cast the mage hand have the mage hand slap him on the butt and then stay in stealth as i scamper around behind him Sure, if that's how you want to do it. I will give you a chance to re-roll stealth if you would like, uh, since you're moving, or you can keep your roll. Well, I'll go for a bit higher than 14. That was pretty dismal. Sure. Um, so this second one is up to 19. Perfect. So you move, no issues. Uh, and you are now on... Oh, ah! Dang it. Cancel. I hit the wrong button for those of you viewing. Dude, your computer runs off ink. Mine runs off of electricity. <laughs> it's letting my ink dry for those of you who uh, are listening. Anyway, so you're the M. All right. Um, still lost. That's your turn. I don't even know what to do here. <laughs> um, it's it. Do you think it would be a good idea to provide some backup uh, to Melloc? Uh, um, hmm. Go ahead Just in case me. things go sideways, because... Go ahead and give me insights, Tomas. Let's see. Where's my insight here? That would be a modified 20. Okay. You realize these are 15-foot tall creatures. They're big boys. Oh, so I could fucking see. Them um, you think that if you were strategically placed in a tree, that uh, you probably could swoop and grab Melloc if you wanted to. I will do that. Okay. Just in case. <laughs> do you want to be this closest tree to Melloc over here? Uh, yeah. Okay. And how high up do you want to be? Mm, let's see. Maybe about 20 feet. Still lost 20 feet. Uh, you do you want to give me stealth super quick, or are you just going to let the, the flap happen as you flap your way up? Oh, I'll try. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if my stealth is very good. That's all right. It, it is seven <laughs> modified. <Okay. laughs> you begin to move through the trees. Oh, dang it. And. While the ogre is still on alert, he still has not noticed you. Um, nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, Burn, that's your turn. All right. Um, I'm going to move behind the wall just oh, to I can't the... hear you, Burn. You can't hear me? I can oh. hear Burn. I can oh. hear Burn. Oh. I cannot hear him. Weird. Oh. 
Try it again. Can you hear me now? No, nada. Try me dropping. Oh, you want me to drop stream and hop back in? Try hello? it again. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Nope. Okay, try it again. Hello. I can hear him just fine. Cody, drop out and come back in. Okay. Tech issues. Sorry for those watching and listening. That was weird. I was working all day. It's all that porn he's watching. I mean, like, what was the jet stream thing? Did you see that uh, I just got a notification on my phone that Hot Toys is the recent that new Boba Fett? Yep, and oh, that re-released Vader. Uh, well, the Vader is whatever, but that Boba Fett color scheme is pretty tight. I might get that. I'm not gonna. Lie. I might, yeah. <laughs> I like the I like the retro packaging. It's pretty dope. Where the f is Cody at? <laughs> That's gonna come right back in. Maybe I don't maybe, know. Maybe he's setting up stuff. When he comes back, we'll just tell him we defeated them, okay? That's not how it works. Can you hear Dean? Can you hear me? I can hear Dean, yeah. Okay, okay cool. Thank God. All right, go ahead, Dean. Okay, I wanted to move behind the wall on the other side of Malarg. Okay. Uh, are you talking uh, on the inside over here? No, just uh, right where your cursor is, but on the shadowy part. Okay. Yeah, so right here. there. All right, Bern. Should I do a stealth roll? Go ahead. Um, oh, you're not in heavy armor. So don't worry about it. Oh. Ben says, "Get the vintage. It's going to spike up once it sells out." Probably. <sighs> All right. Go ahead, uh, Burn. How you doing over there? Good. You got that uh, stealth roll for me, my dude? Oh, I thought you said not to do it because I have chainmail. Oh, I meant disadvantage. So if you're in heavy armor, you have disadvantage for sneaking. Oh, okay. okay, okay. But you're in medium armor, so. Never mind. Oh, no. God damn it, Dean. This ogre sees you. Shit. But it's not his turn, so he can't do anything. Let's murder him. Yes. Which one saw him? The one on the top or the one on the bottom? Uh, both of them. Oh, God damn it. Well, there's our distraction. Uh, this this one... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I will say, this one doesn't have line of sight, so it's all auditory. So, he heard you. This one has line of sight. Uh, but has not noticed Meloc or Stolas. Or the boys Andrin. Or the boys Andrin. The boys... All right, Bern, is there anything you'd like to do? Oh, man. Let me see. Um, oh, wait, yeah. Where's my... Does pulling my sword out uh, cost a, a movement? Or... That is a free action, my dude. Okay, well, I want to have my sword ready. Okay. Um, and then maybe get... Um... Are you activating your sword? Yes. Um, yeah, the moon sword. 
Um, Dude. <laughs> and can I start up um, Thunderous Smite? Uh, sure. You open and activate your sword, uh, which sheds 60 feet of bright light, which is the entire area. <laughs> um, <laughs> revealing Meloc and Zanvin standing in the open. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything like a shrub or something, though? Uh, no, 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 it's bright light, you said. It's bright light. Sorry, Devin. Can I just like crouch down and pretend to be a rock? Thing is a lot bigger than I am. I will say, I don't think the ogre is looking at you. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you're trying to keep hiding where you're at, it's not going to work. Okay, so we need to reassess this situation. But yes. Stolas can swoop down and grab you. That was the plan. Oh, she can. Oh. Yes, or he. Sorry. And, uh, and since we're transitioning, those of you who don't have dark vision, so Stolas, you're excluded from this. Uh, give me Constitution saving throws as your eyes try to adjust to the bright light. Uh, except for Burn and Stolas. Burn, you knew it was coming. Stolas, night vision. I got fifteen. Okay. No. Um. I got a seven. Oh man, we were looking for ten. So you are temporarily blinded for one round. Okay. God damn it, Brad! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else you'd like to do? You have thunderous smite going. Your sword's out. Uh, your giant blue light spreading out. You know what? Uh, can I cast? Um... Uh, Shield of Faith on um, our little guy Meloc over there. You could, if you wanted to. Is it just concentration, or is it just for how it... Uh, concentration, 10 minutes. Okay. So yeah, go ahead and uh, burn that spell slot for me, if you wouldn't mind. Or right. just like tick it, or however you want to do it. Right. Um, And then yeah, uh, Devin, you get plus two to your AC for the next 10 minutes. Oh, good. So I'm not quite as squishy. That's nice. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. That that makes up for it. I feel better now. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else? Um, yes. No, I'm kidding. Um, I think I'm good for now. Perfect. Sam, Ben, that would be your turn as bright light washes over you. The ogres, do they get a turn or no? Or are we oh, I missed my ogre. You're right. Thanks, dude. Dude, what? Anytime, fam. I appreciate it. Fair play. Shit. What what is the uh, intelligence level of an ogre? Or an orc? Good question. Whatever it is. So they are they are Cyclops, technically. Cyclops, okay. Uh they are not super smart. Uh, he sees you, comes around the fountain, and he's going to try and swing this mutton at you. Uh, does a 10 hit your armor class? Ow. Burn. What a dick. So he misses. Uh, oh, I only get one attack. Alright, that's his turn. Zanvin, it's your turn. Alright, so this boy is not friendly. Uh, let me just look at my stats real quick. Well, he doesn't even know you're there, so you could still try to assassinate him. 
Uh, he has taken a turn in yeah, combat. Yeah, assassinate's over already. The only one he maybe could hit would be the bottom one, but I don't think he has the movement. Can I get sneak attack on the one that's coming at me? Uh, yes, because he's not currently engaged with you, and you have, I mean, depending on where you stand, you could be five feet to Melloc or five feet to Burn. And uh, we just assume the weapons are out already? I believe so. I think that's fair. Okay, I'm going to run up to him, and I am going to, let me look at my stats here. Uh, the poison katana, I can use it without po- poison, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's just a retractable blade at that point. Okay, so let me look at this. I think it'd be probably better to use the rapier and the short sword because they're both finesse weapons. So is the katana. But the wrists... Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll use the katana in one hand and the rapier in the other to get the 1d8 uh, damage. Perfect. And uh, I will attack... Oh, um... actually, no, you can't because the rapier is not tagged as light and neither is the katana. Oh, okay, which... so I can use the katana and the short sword? Or no, Correct. no, no, no. You could use the short turn and, and any combination of the katana and rapier. I see. I see. Okay, I use so the, either uh, or. Okay, I use the katana and the short sword. Okay. And uh, well, obviously, I'll move up to where he's at, and then I'll attack him. You got it. Uh, I'm gonna give you advantage because a he's not paying attention to you. B you're close to Meloc, and C he's trying to. He's really fixed on this bright light from Burn. Okay, so the first one was a d20 plus 6. I brought the 14, so that's a 20. That hits. And then the second one was an 18, so that's 18 plus 6 is 24. That also hits. And then for the... I roll for both weapons, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was for the katana, and then for the short sword was a 16. And so the 16 was a higher roll. So 24 and a 16. Uh, they both hit. Okay, uh, so for the damage for the rapier, it's 1d8 plus 4. So that is uh, 2 plus 4 is 6, plus the sneak attack roll, which is an extra 2d6. And that is... Let me see. Uh, 9, so 9 plus 2 is 11 for the first one. And then the second weapon is the short sword 1d6. And that comes out to a five. So 16 damage. Nice. And uh, I will use my bonus action. Let me see. If I use the bonus action for cunning action, they cannot take a retaliatory hit, correct? So here's the thing with cunning action. Uh, It's with the rogue. You're using your second attack. As is a bonus the second action. action. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you can't do a third bonus action. Correct. Okay, that's fine. Um, and uh, with that damage, is there any change in his status, or he's just still he's, going? Yep. All right. Sounds good. Okie dokie. Uh, Zambin goes. Good job. Big hits. Uh, Melok, I would describe, but you're blinded. Burn, you can't quite see past him. Stolas, you see uh, Zambin kind of scuttle in. Uh, gosh dang it. Wrong button. Again. Cancel. Does the uh, Cyclops make any audible like <laughs> Hey! <laughs> what yeah. are you guys doing over here? Is is that canon? That's canon. <laughs> Alright, great. <laughs> what is this? This is the lightning bugs. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this other one's gonna come up to you, Burn, and try and tap you as well with his hammer. Uh, he missed. That's a two plus eight for ten. The boys is not very bright, or they're so strong, but they just what? can't hit. What doing? What are you doing? <laughs> um, that was that ogre's turn. Melok, that'd be your turn, good sir. You're I'm blind, gonna, by the way. I'm, yeah, but I know generally where those bopers are, and I'm going to cast a spell <laughs> that has a ten foot radius. Okay. So I'm going to stick both of my fingers into my mouth and whistle really sharply and shrilly. And with okay. that, I'm going to cast Shatter um, at the Cyclops directly north of me. Okay. Uh, tweet! It's a 16. I, I have to roll saving throw, correct? Correct. It's uh, it's Con. Okay, so that's 16 plus 5. Con is their, their second highest stat. I assumed. Uh, so that's 21. Okay, so you save for half damage. Cool beans. Which is going to be nine. Nice. Good hit. Math is hard. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Perfect. Nice job, Malak. Uh, Stolas. You're up in a tree as you hear a... <laughs> and one of the ogres go... Ah! <laughs> and start crying as his ears begin to bleed. Wow. Uh, okay, so... Uh... We're, okay, so which is which is the one that just got attacked? Uh, that, uh, that would be north of Melok, so top of this. Top okay. Axe. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and attack the one that's just uh, left of me. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to try Tasha's hideous laughter on this thing. Okay. What do you need me to roll? Let's see. What does it say? Uh, wisdom save negates. What? Which? It doesn't say which one I should roll. Uh, go ahead and read it out loud if you don't mind. Uh, it says, uh, "Creature falls prone, laughing, incapacitated. Wisdom save negates. Intelligence less than five is immune. At the end of each." time it takes damage it gets another save to shake okay yeah so he doesn't get a save right away but if he takes damage he gets a save essentially and he gets to make a i think you said a wisdom save so it'd be wisdom based off of your dc for tasha's hideous laughter so he is now ha haing guffawing Ears <laughs> uh, are bleeding, screaming, and now laughing. Yep. Yes. Okay. Uh, it, he thinks this is hilarious. Does it do damage or anything, Stolz? It doesn't say it does damage, but it incapacitates him, so you guys can wail on him right now if you want. Oh, I'm about to. Yeah, go for it. Perfect. He ain't going anywhere. <laughs> we'll pull it up here. Uh, yeah, so as you cast your spell, um the, the dark inky tentacles of the shadows uh wrap around him as these like gnashing mouths open with red teeth uh in the moonlight as terrifying laughter from a, an outer plane erupts around this uh ogre 
Okay. Burn, that's your turn. Sweet. All right, well, I'm just going to... Can I go for his head? He is prone, <laughs> so you have advantage on attacks against him. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let me... I want to go... Just he's about cut to clean that bitch straight off. off. And he's going to get... Um, uh, uh, the first time you hit with a melee weapon attack during Thunderous Smite, uh, your weapon rings with a thunder that is audible within 300 feet. So he's already hurt with his ears. Um, and the attack <laughs> deals an extra 2d6 thunder damage to target. Uh, if the target is a creature, it must succeed on a strength saving throw. Uh, it can be pushed 10 feet away from you and knocked to prone, but he's already prone. He's already prone. Uh, you could try and push him. I just rolled against that save and I crit. So I have 26 for strength oh, saving shit. throw. Okay, so what do I need to... So uh, go ahead and roll 2d20 uh, at advantage. So you'll take the highest result. This is for your Moonblade, I'm assuming. Okay. Um, there's a, t- a 10. Damn it. There's a 10. 10 oh, total with I your strength? A, I have a strength, right? You should be adding five to each each hit. Okay, so that's 15. 15 hits. Um, uh, do you want to try and roll again, see if you can get a crit off? Okay. Um, both of them or just the one? Just the one attack. Okay. Or a, if you're using your bonus action as well. Is a 16. 16, okay. Uh, okay, so they both hit. And then I roll the 2d4, or... Uh, it should say under Moonblade how the dice amount. Well, because I have my um, Thunderous Smite. Yeah, so you'll roll 2d6 on top of the sword's damage. So go ahead and roll the sword first. Oh, okay. Uh, Moonblade is 3d6. Talking to your mic, Dean. Oh, um... I can roll it for you too if you need me to. Oh, uh, yeah, hold on. Uh, damn it. I dropped it. Hold on. Five. And if you roll a one or a two, you get to re roll it one time because of your uh, fighting style that you got at second level. Oh, that's right. Sweet. I did I did hit a one. Okay. Uh, so there's a five, a six, plus three. And then one okay. more. It's 11, 14. And then another five. Uh, 19 points of damage. Okay. Anything else you want to throw on top of that? You want to smite? Um, Besides yes. the... All right. Go ahead and roll. Uh, take off one more spell. spell slot. Yep. And roll 2d8. Two D eight. Sorry, man. <laughs> um, which ones are the eight? Talking to your uh, mic. D- double pyramid. Or square, or however you want to look at it. Yes. Here it is. Okay. Uh, it's a seven and a three. Jesus. Noise. Uh, a total of 29 damage at their Jesus level. fucking Christ. Plus your strength. Damn. Uh, uh, plus your strength. Is, uh, plus five, right? Oh, no, three. Well, three. So uh, a total of 32 damage. Fucking balls. Jesus freaking Christ. 
Burn, this is how this is what happens. Uh, this other ogre tries to come and, and boper you with his uh mutton leg that he's holding, misses, completely fails. Stolas makes him laugh, so he falls back on his back prone, laughing, staring at you. Uh, you literally turn around, Burn, and just cut his head clean from his shoulders as he laughs. And then there's a large thunderous boom as his head explodes and bright light from the heavens erupts as the lightning God. strikes from your divine sword Jesus. incinerating his head from his shoulders. I almost feel guilty. They're just like they're like guys we just wanted to talk. <laughs> We were going to offer you marshmallows. They're like, we were going to see if you wanted a seat at the table. <laughs> no, he attacked me with a mutton. Fuck that guy. <laughs> My God, you like yolnered his face. <laughs> Dude, let's go find that blue skeleton guy right now. Yeah. <laughs> Stole a turn, burn. <laughs> oh, shit. I can do more? Oh, fuck. Uh, Wait, how does he still have a turn? He, that was his turn, is what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> Solid <okay>. job. <laughs> uh, Zanvin, you you witnessed this. <laughs> I like how you put the, the burn. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did, son. Oh, that old boy oh, ain't going to no. make it. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I can't so, deal with that. Yeah. Jesus, uh, burn goes off as divine light from the heavens just kind of glows oh, around him after his smite has finished. Smites, plural, have finished. That was wild. Uh, so I'm going to uh, run up to the um, the one that's still living. Okay. And uh, I'm going to attack him with the same combination of weapons, so the katana and the short sword. Okay. And uh, I will roll for the katana first. Uh, that's an 18 plus 6 is uh, 24. And then for the short sword... That's a seven plus six to thirteen. But that one surprisingly does not hit. Oh, okay. Damn Oof. It. Oof. Oh no. <laughs> no. Uh, so for the rapier is one d eight plus four, and okay. that is d eight. Is a six plus four is a ten. Okay, ten points of damage total. And uh, that one's not a sneak attack, right? Um, let's see. Um, if I have an advantage no. on the attack roll, because Burns next to him, do I get advantage for that? Not quite. Burns adjacent to him, he'd be up top. There's five, ten feet separating you and Burn, and Malik's behind you, but not technically engaged. And Stolas is twenty feet up in the tree. All right, that is uh, pretty lame. <laughs> okay, cool. That's fine. Sorry, man. No, it's okay. Uh, and. Let me look at this real quick. Okay, that's fine. So okay. he gets uh, that damage. All right. He's not looking so hot. Good, good. Uh, good. It's his turn, and oh, since no. you and Burn are both within five feet of him, go ahead and make a strength saving throw as he begins to pummel the ground. Uh, strength saving throw. Let me see what my strength... Oh, my strength is awful, actually. <clears throat> Uh, I rolled a 14 minus 1 is a 13. Okay. That's a failure. Oof. Burn? Um, wait, it's my turn again already? 
Nope. No, you're rolling uh, a strength, strength saving throw. Strength saving throw. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Was that a D20? Yes, sir. You will add five. Nine. It was a nine. Okay. Plus five. So, oh. 14? Yes. Okay. You also fail. Oh, damn. Um, as he pounds the ground, shockwave erupts out from him, or from where he is striking on the ground, uh, hitting you and burn with force damage. You each take 14 points of force damage um, and are knocked prone. My God, what a nasty boy. All right, so 14 is force damage. Do I just subtract 14 from my hit points, or is there a special? Uh, that'll come into play at higher levels, but that's just. Okay, it's so just for minus readers. 14. Yep. Okay. It's outside of like normal bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing, essentially. Okay, got you. Uh, uh, and that's it... his turn. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, is that off of my hit points or my armor class? Your hit points. Oh, okay. Uh, Melok, you are no longer blind as you see this ogre slam the ground and you see Zanvin and Burn go down. Perfect, because I'm going to break into Hedchala from the original Dragon Ball Z anime. Okay. And just fucking launch magic missile at this bitch uh, for level three. Okay. It hits. Uh, yeah, because that's what that missile does. Now, what color? It's green. It's green. Okay. Uh, and that's going to do that's uh, 1d4 plus 1 4 start, 9 points of damage. It's 3, 6, 9. All 3 hit. Not looking so hot. Nice job, Melok. Has three, three green streaks of force damage streak through the air, striking him. Yeah, and Hedge Law is just going to continue for the rest of the battle. This is Solid. our, our... Uh, Stolas, that's your turn. Okay, uh, I'd like to cast Repelling Blast on him. <laughs> okay, you got it. Um, and just quick question, I don't remember. Do I add this spell attack oh. modifier to cantrips? Uh, when you're rolling to hit, yes, but not the damage. And that's only on cantrips um, or when it's specifically stated inside a spell. Okay, gotcha. I got an 8 on that. With your spell attack modifier? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, that would be... Where is it? 13? Uh, not quite enough, unfortunately. Damn. Anything else you'd like to do, Stolas? Um, Pick his eyes out. <laughs> I mean, technically, I could use my talents against him. Uh, not you could. So you tried your spell essentially, just Don't because even though you missed, it still goes off. If that makes sense. So you basically like buzz the trees, or however repelling blast work. Just comes a bunch of leaves branches start to fall um so you could move or if you have a spell that costs a bonus action you could cast one of those a bonus action i don't think i do dangers well would you like to fly another direction you're 20 feet up so you're five feet higher than this cyclops uh, i think i'll just stay up here <laughs> okay <laughs> all right um burn you're yeah. prone burn save me right now I'm about to get smashed. You need saving? Uh, yeah, I only he have like... He needs a hero. 
I only have like four hit points right now. Oh shit! Four. Here it comes. Okay. Um, Do that explosion thing again. Um, <laughs> I think it ran out. Uh, you have one. Uh, yeah, you have one spell slot left. Oh no, you don't. You're out of spell slots because you smited. You gave Devin armor, and you used thunderous smite. You popped all your cooldowns, my dude. Performance oh, thunder- issues are I a common. Thunderous smite counted too. It's a common. Now you know. Now you know, burn. Okay. Um. Don't worry. Um. <laughs> you could walk over and give him fifteen points of, of health I, with your lay on hands. Him, yeah, you I could do lay on hands. Um. Would that count as my whole turn? That is an, an entire action because with lay on hands, you can. It's creatures within touch range. So, so theoretically, if you had like, like five, five people around you, you could touch all of them in one turn. Yeah. I can cure his wounds on my next turn. Worry not. I know just a ditty for making him feel right as rain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, is, okay. Oh, I forgot to say, he's past bloody. He is critical. So you, oh, you have standard chance of killing him. Good to know. I'm, I apologize, audience. So, on my thunderous smite. Oh, I only get to use it once. Okay. Well, you have three spell slots, and each of the items that you did cost a first level spell. So you gave well, Devin two extra well, shields. In the effect, it said the first time you hit, that's when it like starts. But it says one. Its duration is one minute or until I use it. So I can't. It doesn't. Correct. Carry over, okay. So it, it basically, so if you miss, you don't waste it. If that makes sense. Okay, that's fine. Um, and let's see. I'm trying. I'm going through all my like. Um... You right now, you could do a melee attack and a bonus attack to launch your projectile because your sword has a projectile that can be that's launched four right. times per day. It does. And that's zero to forty feet, and literally anyone standing within that forty feet or. Um, forty foot line. You yeah, might me, not even need the bonus one. Yeah, let me tr- let me try the force projectile. Okay, that's two d six. Yep. So you still got to roll an attack. So go ahead and roll a d twenty plus five. Is a nineteen. Uh, that hits. Okay, and then the two d six. Yep. Go ahead and just roll two d six flat. One of them was a one. Do I get to reroll that or no? Uh, no, because it's not a melee attack. Oh, shit. Okay. And the other one's a four. Okay, so five points of damage. Still pretty beefy. Uh, he's standing, but barely. Uh, Burn makes a big overhead slash as this crescent-shaped projectile travels 40 feet through this creature, dealing force damage. You want to follow it up with one more swing? Uh, yeah, that'd be beautiful. Go ahead, make that attack roll, my dude. Okay. That's uh, an 11. Okay. Uh, 11. Did you add five to that? Yes. Okay. So that one does not hit. You miss with the second follow up attack. Okay. Okay. Uh, You can move. And that's about it. We use bonus your action to attack. So you have movement left. Um, Can I move in front of Zanvin? In case that guy wants to attack him, he, I'm in his way. Yes. I think if you move, you might get opportunity attacked. Uh, he can shift, meaning that Hell he yeah, can... Hell yeah, boy. 
Block uh, you. Here's what I will do. Um, bear with me for one second here. Also, it'll free up um, Malak to heal up uh, Sandin. I'm going to give you half cover, Zanvin. Okay. Actually, no, because he's large. I'm going to give you three quarters cover. So add plus five to your AC, and you have an advantage on dexterity saving throws, as long as you're behind Burn. Hey. Seeing as you're still prone. You bet your sweet ass I am. Ah, stop, computer. Oh, they're talking about that sweet ass thing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> wow, well, yeah, that too. Uh, all right. Um, it's I... your turn. Am going to let me ask you this. So I have my wrist mounted crossbow. Do I have to put up a weapon to use it? Uh, you could fire it from laying down. It's like pressure activated, so you can use your free action to activate it and then use your attack action to shoot it. I'll right do that between the eyes, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot him with the wrist mounted crossbow. Okay, uh, you roll over, whip your left arm out. Uh, as the like crossbow deploys, then you swip. So go ahead and roll d20 and add whatever your modifiers are. Uh, is that a dex-based weapon? It is a dex-based weapon. Okay, so I got 18 plus 6, so that's 24. All right. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, uh, that's 1d6 plus dex. So I actually use my actual gold d6. Uh, 5 plus dex... Which is four is nine. How would you like to kill the last ogre? Ooh, just fucking whip him right between the eyes. <laughs> yep. And he says, my mutton, as he falls <laughs> backwards. Top Damn, the dude, that was some fucking Mandalorian <laughs> shit. <laughs> Imagine my mutton being your last words. Idiot. I'm going to walk over there and take a bite of that mutton, see just how good it good it really was uh are you going to which mutton the horse that is on the spit over the fire oh i should probably redraw the fire hell i'll eat some of that too okay (laughs) yeah we'll just make camp here i'm I'm going i'm going for the clean mutton i'm not gonna the other one fell on the ground i'm not an animal okay i'm an animal though i'll just go ahead and eat anything (laughs) dope uh, so you walk over to this roaring bonfire, Devin, uh, and there's a dead horse just kind of laying here. Perfect. And we'll say Meloc. Uh, make a constitution saving throw. As you Start try eating the horse that's cooking. Just, just you're not gonna take any damage. Calm down. It's cooking on a fire, Cody. <laughs> Three. Three. <laughs> you got some reason to die. <laughs> Here's the thing, Devin. It tastes exactly how you expect it to taste as you vomit it back up onto the ground. Oh, that's <laughs> uh, you're very disappointed in the uh, the ogre's culinary skills. These big shits died for this. <laughs> Pathetic. Uh, you you know they are not very bright creatures. Um, looking around, you guys find a total of fifty gold each. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. And four miscellaneous items. One being a large mug full of grog. Uh, two human skeletons. Uh, that are like necklaces, essentially. They kind of have like a chain that runs between them. And a backpack, or like a large sack. Inside of which are random assortments of different people's body parts. That's My disgusting. God. That's gruesome. Uh, I would does like. It, to... Does anyone want mine? Yeah, I'm not gonna eat that. I don't really want this. <laughs> I'm gonna eat my blue, my blackberry carton. <laughs> okay. I have three, three remaining, and I'd like to reload my crossbow, my bolt, kachunk, and uh, also I would like to request that someone heal me because I do have a healing potion, but I feel like I don't want to. You could rest too. Oh, okay, yeah. I was just about to suggest this seems like a fine place to make camp for the evening. Yeah, do you no, all one's gonna, think? no one's gonna mess with us if they see two dead cyclops. Like, yeah, these guys fucked up these cyclops, they're not gonna mess with us. So I think it's a great place to rest. Except for maybe other cyclops, but yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Is this, is this gonna be a short or a long rest? This would be a long rest. You're regaining everything. Okay. I'd like to read my book some more. Sure. All right, I'm, I'm gonna serenade everybody to sleep, and then Perfect. fall asleep myself. There we go. Dead ho- horse, dead horse. Uh, there's a large stack of firewood. As you guys go over there, realizing how big ogres are, um, the fire they have built is more than enough to keep it roaring all night until the early wanings of morning. Uh, as you sleep, <laughs> nothing happens. Uh, you think either the dead bodies of the ogres have kept them away or the firelight has kept predators at bay as dusk rises on a new day. Sweet. We should almost be there. This is the second day of traveling. It is. All right. So for the next episode, um, not that we're done yet, but just for those listening, uh, Meloc should have a new mic next episode, so we should all be sounding pretty crispy next episode. Oh, I'm pretty so excited crispy. for that. Cody's basically turned his mic into like a, like a basically a whole studio. He's got like, like it's like that meme of the dude with like a a, a pistol with like 37 attachments on it. <laughs> basically, what Cody's mic is right now. Yeah. Yes, oh, the arm should be in next week too, which I'm excited oh, about. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh man, that's wild. Okay, so you have left Garen's rest uh, as you're walking. Um, it takes you about half a day to get to your your final point of uh, contact. <laughs> Wait, really quick. Go ahead. Did, did we let everyone else know that Garen's funeral was not? They probably we, already showed up and saw we, we weren't the only ones that were going to be there. I certainly didn't notify anyone. <laughs> so everyone nope. showed up this funeral and it was decimated. Let them assume what they may. I doubt that anyone will really think it was us. I don't think we left a calling card. That is true. <laughs> also, yeah, I guess, uh, what was his name? Trevor could tell him. Trevor. <laughs> That's true. We should have tied up that loose end. Oh no, poor Trevor. Or what was his name? Magical, Tor- Magical Tor- 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 Trevor. I think Tor- it was Timmy. 
<laughs> Can you imagine Cody spends like hours building these characters and then you just called him Timbus last episode and then Timmy right now? That's half the fun. It is half the fun. Was the name Trevor Noah? Or... Oh no. No, Dean. Sorry, I have to read my notes here. Magical Trevor. Uh, how are you approaching the uh, the rendezvous point? I am going to be in front of the party because I sent the note and these should be friends of the society. Mm-hmm. And um, can I roll? I guess, can we see what uh, what's in front of us as we approach the beachhead? Uh, not a lot. You know, it's just Navy kind of Seals in a dinghy. Rolling, uh, rolling mountains uh, as you approach. Uh, coming over kind of the sand dunes. And heading into port, you see a large ship with purple sails uh, with the symbol of the society printed on it. Oh, they're going going very uh, ostentatious here. As as we enter the the docking, I'm going to get up onto the mast and just shout out, Hear ye, students, for you are blessed to welcome Garen's Guild. Uh, really announce ourselves. Sure, <laughs> everyone dislikes that. <laughs> I'm gonna apologize for Melok's uh, intenses. These guys are looking at us like, who the fuck are these? <laughs> well, are they? Yeah, you guys uh, reach the shore uh, with the boat that has been kind of moored off there. Uh, standing on the boat of, the, or excuse me, the uh, the rowboat, there's two smaller human men rowing and <laughs> standing at the bow is a man named Islington of which Zach Islington you know yes he is the number one ranked assassin for the entirety of the society oh, that's like the part of a shonen soon to be number two yeah, uh, from Assassin's Creed he is I has will beat you two black swords that don't have scabbards they just have like frogs so you can still see the sword from where they're hanging um so black that they begin to suck in the light around it uh as he smiles at you (laughs) his studded leather has adamantine weave into it and Uh, is this e-boy a friend of yours (laughs) and as he jumps off the front of the small rowboat and onto the shore he reaches a hand out and he says welcome little brother I'm glad I could be of service for you. Oh no! Is, he is this actually, actually your brother? brother? Is this actually oh, your brother? You it's get the society. Sense. It's the society. If I told you, we'd have to kill you. Exactly. Whoa! Please, please tell him. Well, how handsome is this guy? Killed before hose. He's eighteen. He's. I'm gonna look back at Melloc and wink at him. Perfect. As he asks, "Is this your brother?" I was gonna give him a little wink. Well, if he's really handsome, then he cannot be related to Xander. Well, you haven't bathed in four days, so... Okay. Literally uh, none of us have. I don't know why... I bathed. I bathed, like, every time I've gotten a chance. Uh, I constantly preen. You can't look at me. Yeah. I just exist. <laughs> he gestures yes. to the rowboat. He uh, has, like, these adamantine, like, feathers that kind of fall from his shoulders and kind of make this Ooh, embossment along the society back. society secret handshake? Oh, totally. Uh, okay. What we'll do is touch our katana gauntlets to each other, like like almost like ding, like a I call it the Rona bump, where you bump ding. elbows, but it's like bumping 
Katana oh, gauntlets. Oh. His is a little longer and a little wider oh, than yours. You nasty boy. <laughs> and it's uh, it's made of higher quality. It's material. also black. <laughs> and absorbs all the light around it. He's got a big black katana. Exactly. Katana. Nasty. Nasty. <laughs> uh, as he gets back on the boat and you head towards the ship. Hell uh, yeah, dude. Can you private chat that guy's name, by the way? Just yes, so I can make sure I get it done. You got it. All right. Is Gorbachev? He's LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, his name is LinkedIn, like the website for jobs? <laughs> nope. Nope, not LinkedIn. King. We'll, we'll highlight it here. Is LinkedIn. Is LinkedIn. <laughs> Pace. Let the whole world see it. Private chat. One message. Oh, okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Is LinkedIn. Is LinkedIn. All right, and uh, you are boarded onto his personal scoop. Damn, I need to get one ship. of these bad boys. Uh, it is fully crewed as the three-day journey begins to Cloudburst College. Are we on the Blossom Cutter? Yes. Well, that's not what it's called. That was just the ship <laughs> outline that I used. Uh, so this is a pre-made template that I borrowed from the internet. So, uh, so credit to whoever made Honestly, that. Honestly, that's Thank a pretty so dope-ass name, though. Right? I wouldn't mind being on the Blossom Cutter. We'll call it the, the Ass Eater. <laughs> the bl- Big Black Cutter. Oh, no. <laughs> the BBC. Uh, are, you a, as, are you a paladin? Because you're making me want to lay on hands. Oh, oh, my God. I thought Malak was the jokester. I guess not. No, Burns got this. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, your three-day journey begins. Uh, he will kind of take you, Zanvin, into his own personal quarters and uh, ask you to have a seat as he sits behind his desk with his fingers steepled at you. God, he and he will desk. say, why am I picking you up here? It seems like uh, a large waste of my time. Well, my companion, Melog, may have gotten us into a bit of trouble with the client mm. back in uh, Fort Megalodon. Uh, go ahead and roll investigation. Uh, I rolled a 15 plus, uh, plus four is a 19. You notice the slightest tension in his jaw as you say the client. Ooh. Um, as he kind of looks at you, still hooded, because, you know, super douche, douche. Right? A douche. Um, I don't have a hood. And he just kind of gives the bare shake of his head. And he says, you know, the whole point of our society and our contract kills is to be quiet. And you travel with the loudest halfling I've ever met. And then I'll say, you can't choose your family. He says, uh, he kind of just shrugs and uh, will extend one gauntleted arm and say, but you can kill them as he shakes your hand. Uh, he asks if you need anything as well Uh, I'd like to see if he has any poison that he can give me I only have one vial yeah Uh, go ahead how how do you want to ask that role play me role play me all right we're a bit low on supplies Uh, our journey has been long and tough and we're low on gold do you perhaps have any poison for when we encounter the client again Mm. I do he uh, stretches one hand kind of up uh, as this small monkey oh, just monkey. Like, reaches down from the rafters and uh, right. starts handing him small vials. 
Uh, he says, I can give you four. Uh, they're just uh, single-use 1d6 poisons. So you will add 1d6 poison damage to your attacks. All right, and there's four vials? Mm-hmm. Very cool. For free? Thank you. Yes. This is my, br my brother we're talking about, guys. Okay. <laughs> I will thank him and also let him know that I've made contact with Varuk mm. in Fort he, Megalodon. He nods. He said, yes, we just picked up a shipment from her, which is why I was in the area. And I'd also like to thank him for uh, answering our call. He nods. And uh, he kind of shrugs. And he says, good luck. We'll be there in a couple days. And I shall rejoin my guild. All right. You walk down the hallway as three more men descend from the roof, uh, putting away their, like, kind of like assassin gear as they kind of were strategically placed, stowing their blowguns and all kinds of different crossbows and things in case you tried to make an attempt on your brother's life, albeit doing so quietly as the society does as you rejoin everyone on deck. Melok, what are you doing? Talking to these men all clad in black. Oh, I mostly just kind of poked a little bit of fun at them. Asked them why they're, why they're so seen. Uh, yeah, you try to engage these men and talk to them. And when you do, you realize that none of them respond to you. They don't look at you. They don't talk to you. Um, they look at each other and make small hand movements. Uh, as Zanvin returns... Zambin knows that they their tongues have been removed so that they can't snitch on their boss. <laughs> Damn. <Jesus> Christ. <clears throat> Creepy. Must right. be as deaf as they are stylus. All <laughs> right, moving on. I've got to find me a tavern. <laughs> All right. Uh, your first... Uh, Burn Stolas. How, uh, as you guys are kind of leaving and people are shuffling things around and the boats are getting taken off, what are you guys up to? Are we on land? Uh, you have just reached the top deck of the Blossom Cutter. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, and I can zoom in on this so it give you a little perspective. So we're about to leave the boat. You or are. got onto the boat. You just got onto the boat. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Um, but <laughs> Malak said he was looking for a tavern. I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just kind of staying out of everyone's way. I'm from the mountains, and the last couple times we were on a boat, it wasn't the best, so... Oh, no. Um, I'm just kind of weary. I thought we were pulling into dock. Uh, you are leaving the rendezvous point at the northernmost point of the island that you were on. Okay, I get it now. Never mind. All right. Uh, so I will have, I'm going to roll the first one. First day goes without incident. Who wants to roll the second day? Uh, was it a d20? Mm-hmm. I'll roll it. It was uh, 15. Uh, the day passes. It's a little choppy. Uh, not quite as good of wind as they would like. Uh, Zambin, your brother Islington, who... Is kind of irritated that he's going out of his way uh, to take you all the way to Cloudburst, seeing as he's already been there once this month. Uh, oh, and Dread's coming back. 
What a douche. Right. When I'm number dread. one. What's wrong with, with the college? Why doesn't yeah, he why like doesn't it? dread coming back to him? Yeah. He's not a learning man. Oh, so he's, so he's <laughs> an idiot. Okay, in that, that explains a lot. Yeah, that's my brother you're talking about. <laughs> is he your brother? Don't not ever or, talk about Or is he your <laughs> brother? Don't not ever talk about Okay, we'll always talk about him. I would like to gesture look, to, to the assassins on board to take care of Burn for me. Look, look into my room. Uh, so. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, I was I no, go ahead if you want to. Yeah, Burn, don't ever insult Islington on, on his own boat again. Does 26 hit you, Burn? He names his boat Ass Eater, yeah. Uh make a constitution saving throw as a small dart hits you in the neck. <laughs> Shit. My god, dude. Uh, Constitution, you said? Mm-hmm. That's a 20. For the next three hours, uh, you have been asleep. Or will be asleep. Shit. As you pull the dart and go, wait. So, you pass I'm enough a, to have I'm gonna time. remember that shit, dude. <laughs> I only fucking saved your life in the last battle. Uh, Bernie goes down. The first <laughs> and the second battle. Yeah, and I fucking... Killed everyone since then. Uh, Islington frowns at you from the tiller uh, up on the captain's deck and just kind of shakes his head. Dean, you're going to get me grounded. <laughs> you get the sense he's going to tell mom. I out, so I don't know what you want me to do about it. <laughs> uh, your last day on board uh, is extremely choppy, extremely windy uh, as thunderstorms roll in and uh, hit. You are able to make it across the sea, but Islington ends up losing out of the 12 men on board, four of them. Gosh, damn. Dean is uh, nice. Was one of them um, the one that shot me? What a the shit captain. Uh, you guys also will take one level of exhaustion for fighting the storm uh, headed into <laughs> the next day. Where do we document uh, the exhaustion? Um, That's a really good question. I would also, say if you have a piece of scratch paper. This? Ooh, exhaustion. It uh, is a very bad thing to have. Wait, it so, is or it is not a very bad thing to have? It is. I'm going to pull oh, my no. quick. I don't remember off the top of my head. Devin, do you remember off the top of your head out of curiosity? Exhaustion? Yeah. No, because it didn't really affect my barbarian until two points of it, so one point of exhaustion wasn't really a big deal. Um, I think you just have disadvantage on all ability checks uh, and rest if I remember correctly page 181 anyways uh, as you arrive to Cloudburst College uh, floating in the sky above a small island is a large inverted dome of which you can see three large towers hanging off of. Uh, Islington will point up and then tell them to drop the rowboat for you so that you may make your way to Cloudburst College. Is there anything you'd like to say before leaving your brother? I would like to thank him for his time, apologize for the men he lost, and... Um... I would like to also thank him for the poison and ask how I can get one of those big black swords. 
He says, years and time. That's how you, you get more. Born with it. As, as we leave, I'm just going to wave and say, I hope you get better at sailing. <laughs> <laughs> he will shake his head at you. Uh, Zanvin, he will take you aside before leaving and okay. say, you owe me. That's the only thing it says. And then I'll give him the uh, society bump. Yeah. Ching! He does it right back to you. Hell yeah. Um, don't need that one. Cloudburst. We are at Cloudburst. Oh, look at that. Hey. Uh, suspended above, as I had said, the small island, uh, two waterfalls fall from the center tower that drip down the side of the actual floating fortress itself and off and into the main water below uh, of the ocean. These three huge towers, uh, one of which you can see the water falling from, the other has a swirling tornado on it, and the third is being struck by lightning repeatedly. And you can make out the peaks of several buildings. And they're they're Jewish here. <laughs> they're not Jewish, no. <laughs> that is the magic summoning circle. Oh, whoever made my asset pack is probably you know may or may not be Jewish. Who knows? But yes. Um, Schwitzing like Michigan over here. <laughs> As you get close and are rowing, actually, who's rowing? I assume Meloc, right? The littlest one? Yeah, yeah I know, right? <laughs> I'm using my hands like fucking scoops and pushing our boat. <laughs> I'm just plucking away the loot. It. Yeah. Recanting tales of I damsels who I've laid with. Are you flying Stolas or are you uh, hanging out in the boat? I'm just, I'm just hanging out in the boat. Okay, She's got to rest sometimes. She's nocturnal. Zambin, are you... Uh... Sorry, I would say she... Are you taking a note from your brother and just like standing on the bow like he did? Like George Washington in that painting? That's all I always stand on the boat. Perfect. Can I push him off? I mean, you can. Make a strength strength athletics check. I'm standing just like this on the foot of the boat or on the top of the boat. Uh, He should make a dexterity saving throw, Zavin. Dexterity uh, is 18. 14 plus 4. Okay, you said it was strength? A strength athletics check. And athletics. Athletics check plus your strength bonus. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Just give me the number for athletics because it has strength already figured in. Oh, it does. It's a plus five and a 15. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You go to push him and he uh, just kind of kick flips out of the way of your hand. Damn it. Get wrecked, boy. <laughs> I would like to offer Burn one carton of blackberries as a um, apology for uh, the inconvenience of taking a nice rest. Oh my god, thank you so much. I tossed him off the side of the boat. Alright, well I have two cartons of blueberries now. Blackberries. I uh, I would like to take the time as Dungeon Master to let you know that May is Scurvy Awareness Month. I am going to use is it really? my mage yes. hand to put those blueberries up and eat them. I threw them off the boat. Yeah, the... And I got mage hand. I'm going to scoop them motherfuckers up right into my mouth. Mm. You begin to feed yourself like a Greek deity. I was about to say, just that it was scurvy month. <laughs> no, so you need to eat your berries. You need that vitamin C. <laughs> uh, all right. Your brother's vessel departs as you take his rowboat uh, embossed with uh, his name on it on the side. 
Uh, as you get close to the college, you can see that one waterfall is actually flowing the opposite direction. It's flowing up, oh, and the other is flowing down. Uh, and as you get the rowboat close, it begins to take as gravity shifts, and you are pulled oh my God. hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of feet into the air to this floating fortress. Hell yeah! Well, there's there's a lot of good news to be had here because I've been to some colleges before. <laughs> there's something for everybody here and you know even if if you look hard enough i'm pretty sure burn can find some picture books wow. <laughs> ouch what the fuck is wrong with you people <laughs> wow i've only uh, fucking <laughs> saved our asses several times just tell my friend uh you're Melek is the only one that I get along with? Jesus. You insulted my brother who was doing us a huge favor. He's not even your actual huge brother. Favor. You don't know that. I love you guys. <laughs> I don't even know what it said about your stupid, ugly brother. I think, I think he said him. he looked like an emo or something. <laughs> no, I didn't. That was definitely I think that me, was, yeah. That was definitely <laughs> Burn, yes. <laughs> burn, how could you insult his brother so? <laughs> yeah, burn. Uh, I'm losing control of this situation very fast. <laughs> um, as you uh, ascend to the top of this floating fortress, there is a small bridge that has a gate on it. Um, the gate is kind of this wrought iron that is meant to filter ships uh, or small vessels so that you can stop them. Uh, it closes as two younger men look at you from the bridge above and greet you and extend a rope ladder down for you to climb up onto the bridge. Nice. Which would be down here where my cursor is. Uh, and they ask you how they can be of service today. Oh my god, where do we even start? Okay, we need to solve the problem of, of that glowing night. blue skull guy. I don't <laughs> even know what he is. What was he again? I don't murder know. Night. They're like, look, we saw this suit of armor. We may have accidentally turned the key the wrong way. Uh, we got our shit clocked. And now there's this oh, demon, blue demon soul knight. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if it was a wolf, Burn would have been fucked, but it was yeah, a so uh, no, yeah, I'm so you... the only one smart enough not to attack it. It was a death knight, I believe. I didn't attack it either. You guys just, two random people that you've just met, you just start disclosing all of the secrets you have to them. Yeah, like, who the hell are we talking to about a, a skull knight or whatever? <laughs> we need to speak to the head of the college. Where might we go to get an audience with one such as them? Uh, the two young men are just flabbergasted at how much information you have given them uh, <laughs> and are shocked and odd enough to the point to where they see four, you know, decently armed adventurers, uh, one of which they have never seen, which is this tiny little man with a, a, a loot. That's right. You must be shocked. Let me introduce myself. I am Melloc the Magnificent, and these useless whores are the rest of Gavin's guild. Uh, Garrett's. Garrett's. Garrett's guild. <laughs> Jeremy's guild. Yeah, I love it. And then we can also say, and our friend Stolas here is uh, on a campus tour. That's right. That's right. Uh, We're helping him move in. Him move in. It's a boy. 
gender play. The two gentlemen look at him, Herstalus, the bird, uh, and they. Th- they do. Yep. And they will take you off to the student store for potential admissions. A t shirt, probably. Probably. Right. Out of, out of the t shirt, wand gun. For some textbooks. <laughs> Have fun. I came to Cloudburst College and all I got was this lousy seizure. <laughs> Not like go. a cool floating castle or like <laughs> water that flows the wrong direction. Nothing cool like that. Yeah. Uh, the other one will kind of look at you. He's older. You get the sense that he's been here so long that he uh, just has become a permanent fixture at the college. Uh, he points to each of the towers and he says, well, it depends which master you want to talk to, he said, but you can take your pick of the three. And he uh, puts his hands in his pocket and walks off. Well, who are the three? Where are they? I yeah, asked why are you walking away? Yeah. Uh, this conversation yeah. wasn't over, you rude little prick. <laughs> you <laughs> are standing in the presence of greatness. Yeah, he, uh, he literally points and he says, well, it depends which master you want to talk to. We have All right, and what are my options? Water, wind, and lightning. Okay, Avatar. <laughs> what do you guys want to do? Kind of like says, the idea of wind. We could go. You also could go to the library. Uh, I'm headed off to get a drink. If you want something to drink, that's where well, I was going. I think you and I just became friends. <laughs> he rolls his eyes at you. <laughs> just called him a prick. Yep. <laughs> Thirty seconds ago. Yeah, it's um, old news. Time to go drink. Um, water under the bridge. Oh, he re- reverse knows at you. Why don't yeah. you guys just split up and like each one of you choose one to go to? Um, I'm gonna go to the library. Okay, we have let me pick a good color here. So, Burn is headed off to the library. Stolas is at the student store. Melok, are you headed to the tavern? Absolutely. I'm getting ready a list of tavern songs. And uh, Zanvin, where are you headed? So there's a Tower of Lightning, the Tower of Wind. You said there's a Tower of Water? Mm-hmm. I had to Ironically. the Tower of Lightning. Okay. It is the smallest <clears throat> of the three towers. Uh, both in diameter and height. What is with you in describing girth and length of things? <laughs> Not <laughs> how it was supposed to go. <laughs> but the third time that's this how it's going, man. Uh, yeah, you head to the smallest tower. As Stop. Strikes it. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> you head to the, the chodiest tower. And... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, it's not very tower. tall, but it's real wide. That's not that's not how and there's veins all along the side of it. Oh my god. <laughs> Burn take five hundred damage. And you notice a smell that's You're dead. <laughs> Goodbye, Burn. It's one of the... Okay, so I'm, I'm at the Tower of Lightning. <laughs> you head to the Tower of Lightning. But Is I'm gonna start with Stolas. <laughs> Stolas, you're in the student store. The shaft. Uh, I'd like to investigate what's in here. Is there anything worth... Uh... Oh, man. So, inside the student store, based off of your first look, first of all, there's all kinds of different, like, school swag, like Cloudburst College uh, football team, um, the Cloudburst College Quidditch team. Um, there's water bottles and textbooks and 
backpacks and there's my first wand kits um (laughs) yeah exactly overpriced erasers pins and pencils uh everything you would need to enroll as a new student uh and the enrollments office is here as well i already want to cast hellish rebuke on this whole building (laughs) (laughs) the the cashiers are way too peppy okay um I'd like to ask one of these uh, people here what benefit to becoming a student of Cloudburst College is. Do you want to ask the the young handsome Minotaur or the shaved head elf whose gender we shall weave secret? Uh, I'm not talking to some elf. I'll just talk to the Minotaur. Okay. You can make out his name is Manny. Okay, Manny, could you please... What's up, uh, my dude? He's got his arms crossed. What can I direct you to today? Um, I, I'd like to know a little bit more about uh, the benefits to becoming a student of Claude Burst College. Oh, totally. He's like, we, uh, <laughs> we teach elemental adaptation for uh, wizards, witches, warlocks, and uh, sorcerers. We uh we we have all kinds of different programs. If you're looking to get like a four year degree or like a six year degree or a hundred thirty second year degree, depending you know how long you live, man. <clears throat> uh okay. Um, is there anything you can teach me in a couple of days at most? <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We have a whole library, though, if you're just looking to, like, peruse for knowledge. We also have, like, if you want to buy exotic animals that are kind of like air, water, or lightning-themed. Uh, we also got a pretty bitch in tavern. Smash cut to Malak. Malak, you walk <laughs> in, and it is a row of statues of dolphins that are all spitting ale across each other, uh, the tavern, uh, into each other's mouths. Uh, it kind of like comes out the blowhole and into the mouth. It's kind of crazy. Oh, that is a little homoerotic. Um, dude, we're just sticking with it tonight. That's how we're doing. You look around, and there's all kinds of little tables. With uh, each of them has a, a glass ball on it, uh, and you don't see a bartender. Well, how do you proceed? Are there other patrons in there? Uh, there is one old man, the guy that you uh, insulted on the bridge, who has. That's it. There's uh, just one other dude. Yep. Well, so uh, I guess it's going to be this kind of drinking tonight. All right. Well, tell me your story. Everyone's got one. And you probably got a bunch of them. You're a bit past the better side of the fence. He uh, he ta- seems to be tapping on this uh, spherical crystal ball on the table. And uh, as he does, he kind of looks at you and he smiles and he uh, starts launching into his story about how he came to become the master of the arcane and all kinds of different magics. And really, uh, as he says that, a a hand comes out of a portal uh, holding two tankards, and it sets it on the table, and then disappears back through the portal. Wow, that is a good trick. Who is the master of the arcane? Just, I'm, my name's David. I'm the master of wind. <clears throat> He's all the beans. Yes. Yes, really. 
Well, this might be kind of fun after all, because as you may or may not be able to tell, I am a bard, and oh, I do man. have an affinity for wind instruments. Uh, he looks at you and he says, like, what kind? Bagpipes? Um, a flute, bagpipes too, yes. Um, oh. would you like to make a song together? He says, better yet, I challenge you to make a better song than me. Well, well, well. Any instruments? As long as they're wind-based, as it kind of smiles at you. He says, I tell you what, if you can beat me in uh, the weekly contest, as we call it, and he points over to a large placard that has names and kind of graphing and charts, and you see his name, David, at the top. Uh, And it says, days since beaten, and it just has last 30 years on it. Do you agree to his challenge? He will um, he will offer you some sort of information or a prize of your choosing. Yes, absolutely. If you can As I him. said before, you are standing in the presence of greatness. Melok the Magnificent to turn down a challenge. Well, <clears throat> not in my nature. Okay. I'm sorry to have to humiliate you in front of all your students, though. <laughs> but I'm you sure it'll be a good sport. He says, I will give you an hour to gather what you need, and I will meet you back here once class has ended. An hour? <laughs> well, good. All right. Let's, I'll get, I'll get I'll tally-ho. All right. Smash cut to burn. <coughs> burn, you enter the Arthur E. Umbrella Library. Noise. It is, there's a lot of books, my dude. There's so many books. Like So many books. Why are there so many books in here? I don't know. Where, how would you library. like to start? Um, find a uh, librarian. Yeah. You, uh, well, first of all, are you staying on the like the main level, or are you gonna like just kind of wander and get lost? Um. How how does Burn attack the bookstore? Or well, library? Burn isn't the brightest dude, so he knows he's not gonna find whatever he's looking for by himself. So he's gonna get help. Okay. Uh, sitting behind the desk is a large, bespeckled elephantine man uh who is holding a book with his trunk uh his spectacles kind of sitting lower on his uh trunked face uh and kind of wrap around his tusks so that he can kind of have that librarian trope of having glasses too low as he looks up at you kind of lazily and he uh, closes the book with his trunk and he says yes how can i help you today sir well i don't really know Mm. I need information on a creature. Okay. He stands up as his chair groans uh, under his gargantuan weight as he begins to trump off. And he says, follow me. And he trumps, trumps, trumps. Um, 16 minutes later, you have reached the top level of the library where magical creatures and dictums are kept. So what kind of creature are you looking for? Um, what, what did we, what did we say he was? Oh, you can't ask them. They're not there. Oh, um, he was like, a. Fuck, I don't remember. 
he was like a glowy skeleton that could float and shit. He's undead. Uh, yeah, undead's fair. <sighs> he lets out a heavy sigh. We're in the wrong section, and he God. heads all the way back down the stairs. <laughs> Uh, to uh, believe it or not, a section that you are more or less familiar with, um, with it being kind of religious texts and okay. multiple different things about undead. And he said, uh, this is our religion slash uh, imminent death section for creatures of undeath. And okay. maybe like a and, death night. Oh, he says, yeah, he's this is gonna be uh, section 33, middle shelf, red book. Sweet means i'm gonna scoop that up all right uh he asks you for your student id so that you may check it out um i don't have one <laughs> he just looks at you and he says what what uh well i'm just visiting and they told me i could wander around i wasn't planning on taking the book with me i just wanted to read it oh he kind of like gestures over. There's uh, he says, "Well, wait, we have chairs, chairs." Cool. So if you if you go to the third floor, he said, "More of my brethren like to read up there, and the chairs are a little sturdier." All right, cool. All right. Uh, as you take your book about death nights and walk up the stairs. Cool. Damn Smash cut to you. Uh, you are staring at this tower. Thank you. Um, there are three doors well, one in the middle, one left and one right all of which are metallic which door would you like to enter? I'd like to enter the uh, the middle door but I'll put my gloves on because I feel like I'm going to get shocked if I touch a metallic door in a building of lightning and thunder alright so you go through the middle most door Nothing happens. Hey. There's a stairway that leads up to the next level. I will take the stairway. Okay. Uh, it layers out, and you come uh, through the spiral staircase into a room where there are now three doors set to the outside of the tower. Do you want to take the closest, the middlest, or the furthest door? Furthest door. Furthest door. Make a dexterity saving throw as you grab the handle with your gloves. Uh, 16 plus 4 is 20. Okay, you open the door and are struck by a bolt of lightning for 3 points of damage. Jesus oh, fucking yeah. Christ. Fuck you, Dean. <laughs> okay. It's not the furthest door. Do you want to take the middle door or the closest door? The middle door. Middle door. <clears throat> you proceed to the next level. Uh, you walk around the outside of the tower as lightning arcs down around. Uh, you can see it hitting metal tines at the top of the tower and then watch it flow as it pulses down through the tower of these uh, different metallic tracks. Mm -hmm. uh, you kind of parkour your way through the Assassin's Creed puzzle on the outside of the castle or tower mm -hmm. uh, and reach the third floor, which has three ladders would you like to take the left the middle God. or the right the school is oh, not and their metal handicap accessible so i would like to make complaints but sure. uh uh i'll take the the middle one okay make a dexterity saving throw oh my gosh 
another 16 plus 4 is 20. Okay. You take two points of damage. Oh my god. Jesus. Do you want to take the left or the right ladder? I'll leave this fucking place. Uh, I'll take the left one. Uh, make a dexterity saving throw. 15 plus uh, 19. Okay. Take two points of damage. Oh no, I'm going to die in this place. <laughs> You're full health. Do you want to take the, uh, the right ladder? I'm assuming. Oh shit. Hang on one second. Um, sorry, let me calculate something real quick. So it's three, two, and two. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. You should have uh, full health too, by the way. Yeah, I'll take the rightmost ladder, or I guess okay. the one that I haven't taken yet. <laughs> yes. Uh, the you make it up to the fourth floor, uh, in where which there are three fire poles that you can climb. Oh God! What the f? Left, is this place? middle, or right? I will do left. Make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, God. Uh, three plus four is seven. Uh, take four points of damage. Oh no! All right. Okay, can I take I, the, the middle? Can I take a right potion pole? of healing before I take another. Sure. <laughs> choice. You could take a short rest too if you want to. You just like sit on this floor for like an hour. Well, will that, how much hit points will that heal? Uh, you can heal all the way up to whatever your hit dice are. So 3d8, if I remember off the top of my head correctly. Plus so your constitution modifier. I roll 3d8s plus... Okay, uh, I'll up take a short three. rest. Yeah, okay. You take a short rest. We will come back to you. Um, still us. I hate Shoot this... Door. I hate this store, so I'm just going to go to the Tower of the Wind. I got a curiosity. Okay. You head over to the Tower of the Wind, in which is set one door. One door. One door. It's slightly wider and taller than the other tower that is being struck by lightning, but not quite as large as the middle tower in the central platform with water rolling up it and coming back down the other side. Um, as you do, you enter through the one door. Uh, yeah, I have no reason yeah. not to, not to be scared. This poor, poor Zanvin over there getting sad. <laughs> okay, not having a good time. <laughs> you you see that the as you enter, uh, there's like a negative pressure. As you walk through the door, as air sucks in behind you, and the door kind of <laughs> comes closed behind you. Uh, as you attempt to walk back out the door, you realize the pressure is strong enough that it is holding the door shut. So, looking around, it's kind of this honeycomb-shaped room with swirling wind uh, vortexing through. Would you like to proceed to the first level? Uh, I would. Sure. Give me an intelligence saving throw. Okay, where's my uh my second? Wait, which one uh I guess which skill would that be? Uh it would just be uh under saving throws at the top. Uh, and it would say intelligence, whatever your intelligence modifier is. Plus okay, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Uh, that would be a 17. Yeah, you are able to make it through this honeycomb-like structure. 
with relatively ease. Uh, thinking about the books that you've read and weather patterns and that kind of thing, uh, it's pretty easy flight through the this first couple stories. Or the first story, excuse me. Um, as you begin to reach the second level, uh, it branches out uh, into like tree trunks. So you come through this whole note, this octagonal hole in the floor that was like this honeycomb. And now there are like trees that are growing out of the side of the uh, rounded walls as you fly through them. Uh, go ahead and give me some dexterity acrobatics. That would be an 11. Okay. You take 12 points of damage. Uh, as you try to fly through the thick canopies of the trees at great speed, uh, with the wind kind of pushing you up, you are cheese grated through these really sharp, thorny uh, trees. Uh, trying to correct yourself, go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw. That would be also an 11. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you take four more points of damage. Uh, do you want to continue to try and throw this canopy, or do you want to land and try and find a way out or down? Um, I think I'm a little bit more curious than I am uh, worried about my safety. So um, okay. I... Uh, I'd like to to at least heal myself with uh, one of my uh, jar of salve. Oh, nice! Yes, the the D four. How many ointment uses are you using? Oh, oh it's uh, I think I have four, so I'll just. Um, they're a D four each, right? I believe so. Okay. Got a three. And I'll use two of them. Okay. I got a three and a four. Nice. Okay. Uh, you're able to apply this ointment while kind of hanging out in the, the boughs of this tree. Um, I will give you a chance to either use investigation or dexterity. Uh, dexterity is you just kind of bowling forward. Investigation is you looking for the correct path through these twisted, gnarled branches. Hmm. Well, both of them have the same modifier, so... <laughs> oh, no. Uh, let's see. Uh, that would be a 17. Okay. Modifier. Uh, which one would you like to use? Uh, I will use... Uh... Investigation. Yeah, investigation. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no worries. Uh, yeah, you're able to find this kind of tiny hold path that leads to the bows, and you're able to kind of gently glide your way through it. Uh, reaching the third level. Okay. Uh, as you reach the third level, um, coming through this thick canopy of trees, uh, you can see spider webs, large stringy webs that uh, are were made from giant arachnids in this level. How would you like to proceed? Would you like to attempt to fly with strong wind that is kind of vortexing through the walls? Would you like to attempt to like climb through the web or... Are you just gonna go straight ahead? Uh, is there a way to uh, go through this area without going near the spider webs, or is it just you have to go through them? 
so the hardest thing about it is it's not that you have to go through them it's that the wind is starting to pick up and become stronger that it's going to be hard to avoid them if that makes sense okay and they're kind of like so if you think of it as a circle they're kind of going from one side to the other and making these elaborate webs as it kind of tangles its way through um or if you can think of another way if you have a spell or something like that that you'd like to use i will allow that uh let me look through my spells real quick uh sure would i oh because i don't eat i don't see any spiders so i can't really use it on anything um i'm gonna risk trying to fly past maybe to avoid the spider webs okay. i'd rather i'd rather not touch those yeah go ahead and give me a dexterity acrobatics check as you try to fly through okay that'd be a 17 yeah no problem so you're able to fly through the first third go ahead and give me two more okay that would be a nine Ooh. okay and a 15 okay uh you make it through however um colliding into some of these webs has um like stuck some of your feathers together uh so it's going to take you some time uh on this next level to kind of sit and pick out the webs in your wings uh as you reach the top okay oh would that count like as a short rest or something or yes yep be about 10 to 10 minutes to an hour depending on how thorough you want to be i'd like to be very thorough um okay. also uh about how much would that heal me um, from you, the damage i took you can use your hit dice so um i think warlock's also a d8 it's um it should say somewhere on the page you have one hit dice per level so you can heal up to 3d8 plus your constitution modifier for each roll Okay. Awesome. Perfect. Uh, smash cut back to Devin. Devin, uh, about an hour has passed. How are you? Hey, well, I have been vigorously preparing which song I'm going to do on the bagpipes. Okay. And it is Blue Lagoon, widely regarded as the most difficult song to play on the bagpipes. Period. Oh. Bar none. And I'm going to bust it out. And hopefully, wow, these sons of bitches. Nice. Hello? Um, uh, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Sorry, I okay. turned the volume down on accident on my thingy. Oh, you're totally fine. Is there any other way that you want to prepare? Anything you want to bring uh, as this crowd is showing up to the Broken Tree Tavern? No, I've, I've, uh, I've got my me and I've got my my chest is puffed out. My chin is as high in the air as it'll go, and I'm strutting myself up to, is there a stage? Is it a circle? There is. It is a small circular stage that as you stand on it, it's not, let me actually back up a little bit. Not so much a stage as a disc descends from the roof, uh, and as you stand on it, it's just a thin wall of force that will kind of elevate you to the top of the room at a perfect level where everyone can see you. And, and, and is, what's the demeanor of the crowd? Oh, they're excited. Everyone always gets excited when David is challenged to uh, uh, as you kind of lean on the disc, left or right, you can tell that the disc will spin depending on which way you'd like to go. 
uh, and it also sets off some pulsing blue kind of lights underneath your uh, body. Oh, cool. So I'm just going to stick my arms both out to their sides. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I humbly came to your island in the pursuit of knowledge with some friends of mine. I am pleased to have been so graciously welcomed here. Thank you for coming to a show of Meloc the Magnificent. Although I was not expecting to be challenged, I have prepared a small little ditty so to play for you all to hear. Yay. 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 All right, go ahead and roll performance. Am I going first? Yes, yes, you are. You are the challenger. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, The Blue Lagoon by Peter R. McLeod. And my performance is going to come to a modified 21. Perfect. Yeah, uh, you play the entirety of the song and everyone really enjoys it. The crowd is just wild. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, I mean, it's probably free that way, huh? No, that that's that's what a bagpipe sounds like when it's oh. played like super rapidly like that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, as the disc descends down, uh, David kind of laughs at you, but claps respectfully. Uh, and he claps you on the shoulder and hands you a tall beer uh, as he will climb on the disc. Uh, he is not holding any instruments as he begins to stand. What a uh, bastard. The <laughs> room uh, separates as wind fills the entirety of the hall in the broken tree as the roof opens. On the inside of the roof, on close inspection, are multiple different kinds of wind instruments. Horns, trumpets, flutes, all kinds of different things that you could name. Bassoons. I'm running out of wind instruments. Didgeridoo. Sure, didgeridoo. Pickles. Piccolos. If you ask, um, uh, what was that guy? Lil Yachty? A cello. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, as he raises up on the disc, he kind of, uh, rolls up his sleeves Mickey Mouse style, and he throws one hand in the air as the wind at his command begins to blow through all his instruments. Uh, as he begins to play an entire orchestra by himself. Uh, While he's conducting the winds around, he uh, works in stylish um, flows of precipitation to make fireworks and sparks and all kinds of big explosions to make the the performance level just a little bit higher than what you were doing, Devin, Uh, to really, really just give it to the crowd uh, on his first go-around. So, for his performance... 22. Wow. Didn't beat you by much there. Uh, as his disc descends and the roof stays open. He said, that's, that was round one. Uh, the crowd will decide, Devin. So, uh, go ahead and roll D100s for me. Okie uh, dokie. 74. Sorry, I dropped my 
Oh my god. Can you see this? I wonder. Put the computer over. Well. 75, Devin. That's what I rolled. Uh, we're going to call that a draw because of how close it is. Uh, the audience has had a stalemate and they're chanting for a round two. Wow. Uh, I must Dave, admit it was quite the show. I wasn't aware that we were using magics as well. Although I guess I should have assumed. <laughs> Still, that being said, with your grandois performance and my humble playing of a simple bagpipe instrument, held you to a good round there. You did, yes, yes, my lad, you did. It's been some, some time since I've been challenged. I'm a little rusty. He says, do you need more time to prepare or shall we proceed? Yeah, tell me, sir, have you ever come across my teacher in your travels? Oh, His name was Garen. That is whom I learned this craft from. Garen the dwarf with the Garen. drum. Garen with the drum. That's quite right. <laughs> yes, he doesn't live very far from here, does he? Well, he doesn't That's... live at all anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, wow. You, you drop the bombshell and you see him just shed. Oh, that's a fat one. He just begins bawling. Oh, oh, don't worry about it. I don't let this affect your performance at all. I'd <laughs> like that would happen. Jerk. <laughs> uh, he says, yeah, go ahead. You go, you go play. You go play okay. for Karen. Certainly, certainly. Are we still sticking to wind instruments? Yes. Yes, yes, we are. Of course, of course. Okay, right on. You could add, you could add percussion in, in, in Garen's honor if you'd like. And percussion? Yes. Uh, certainly. And I think I shall. Um, <clears throat> I am going to now attempt to play Blue Lagoon backwards and sped up <laughs> by three. Um, and I'm also going to have a flute sticking out of one of my nostrils. That I'm wow. raising aside for that. Okay. So I'm really trying to get tricky here. And I'll be launching off uh, some spells as we do this. I've got dancing lights going around. <laughs> yeah, dancing lights. I'll pop off a magic missile. You know. What are you aiming at, if I may ask? No, just, just up and around. Not not to harm, just a spot where it's clear in the air. May, like may I, I add a potential idea? Sure. Being that the the inside of the, the tavern is lined with instrumentation, you could probably sabotage some of his instruments with a magic missile if you were to shoot it out there, causing them to go out of tune. Well, sure, but I'll try to make it look like an accident. Oh, okay. Um, And then I do have Mage Hand actually going around, uh, legitimately untuning his instruments. Oh, why don't you, because of the concentration level? Yeah, going there's on, there's a lot going on right there. So, um, let's do this. I will roll a d6, and we'll take that off your total roll. How does that sound? Okay. Just for making difficulty, that's a four. Okay. Um. So go ahead and roll with all your modifiers and everything. Yeah, let me pull up my thing here real quick. Even though I just had it up. No worries. Stats, proficiencies. Okay. We've got a modified 17. Nice. Okay. Uh, not quite as good as the first one, but the crowd still loves it as you uh, descend down. 
I'm going to take disadvantage on this rule, uh, just kind of due to the, you made him cry, you untuned some of his instruments, stuff like that. But what did, what did you roll? I haven't rolled yet. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so great job. 17. Um, he climbs up there, and uh, David's still kind of distraught, stands up, and he snaps his fingers as the uh, beach balls appear. Uh, and he uh, throws his voice out. He says, brother! You kind of wait. You hear a what? Across the bar. He says, make it rain as it begins to pour. Uh, and he will start playing a lament for Garo. Uh, fuck, you messed his name up. Uh, for Garen. <laughs> so uh, he's got beach balls going out like it's a party. And then... Yep. And made it rain to get it wet. Now he's, he's singing sad songs. Yep, and he's doing some lights, and everybody's got their uh, proverbial thumb up that has fire coming off of it because you know Mage College. Purple rain. Purple oh no! Rain. So I would have killed you. I crit on one dice, and I rolled a four on the other dice. Uh, that's a total of ten. So he loses this round. So his voice is cracking and... Oh, yeah. He's just losing yeah. composure. Okay. I'll be like, you know, friend, <laughs> I'm, I'm going uh, in to... In, before he finishes this mm-hmm. travesty of a show, ever being the humble and comforting Melloc. Always. I'm going to walk out on stage as he's bawling and just sort of comfort him. I'm going to pat him on the back and... Uh, like you know, it, it's okay. We could we could do this another time. Do you want to go talk? Maybe we could share stories of him. He he. I don't. He wouldn't like this. This 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 not. No no. Let's let's go. Perfect. Uh, uh yeah. You pull him down. The roof will close as the rain stops. Uh, the beach balls disappear. The lights disappear, and everybody disperses as the bartender behind it. Uh, takes to the blackboard and writes 30 years and then it says one victory under his name uh, under the leaderboard uh, as Meloc is being etched in in chalk. You can get your t-shirts later. <laughs> uh, smash cut back to Burn. Burn, you're reading. How's Hell that yeah. going for you? It's going pretty good. Yeah? What what sound does the, does the A make? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Sounds a lot like any crowd you play for. Oh. oh. <laughs> Barnes just killing it today. He's got them one Damn, Dean, right are now. you a barista? Because this roast just got dork. <laughs> dork fast. Dang. <laughs> Yeah, you are able to catch up on Legends and Lore of Death Knights. Um, And from what you can tell, there's not a lot of names, but in the original wars of the Arcanums of the different schools uh, fighting in what's called the Blackest Night, um, a necromancer had taken over over 70% of the entire world. And they were repelled by legendary heroes wielding weapons of great power. Uh, Some of them are described as masks. Some of them are described as keys. Some are described as just everyday objects uh, wielding power. 
uh, but you believe, based on their description, that they were very, very, very strong necromancers. And whatever you freed or have been sold, um, well, we'll say this too, actually. The, the Death Knight classification of what you did, thinking back on it, not only at one point was he a paladin, but he was a paladin that has turned to evil. Uh-oh. On top of that, you get the sense that he has lost his corporeal form and that the key is somehow staining his soul within the armor. Okay. So, usually death knights are raised and used as, you know, like high-level commanders. Right. So, whatever you freed is definitely beyond the normal death knight. Okay. Um, is there... Okay, let me go back to the... Uh, elephant guy? Yeah. Let me ask him, um, are there any books I can read about these ancient weapons that were used to defeat these death knights? He gets very, very quiet. Uh, go ahead and give me a charisma let's say persuasion, and I'll give you advantage being that you're a knight of the realm. Okay, I also have, um, well, my persuasion is already a plus two. Yeah. Uh, uh, 12. 12 total? Yeah. He kind of looks down at you and he says, those kinds of questions are kept in the archives. He says, I, unfortunately, as he kind of looks around, do not have access to the archives. He says a little bit louder than he should. But you could go ask one of the masters for access to the archive. And then he shuts a book and he says, was there anything else I could do for you, sir? Which master would you recommend I ask? He said, oh man. He said, well, David's kind of an ass unless you can beat him in this stupid contest. Hmm. <laughs> He says, Telthane lives in a tower full of lightning and just doesn't like students. We don't even know why he teaches here. Half the time, he doesn't even come to the meetings. It's just me and my oldest brother, Rick. Okay. It's just those two? Uh, he says, yeah. Well, David, Telthane, and Rick. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to go to David. All right. Uh you head towards Stolas's tower. Rick is the master of wind. No, I said David. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. That's David. <laughs> David's the master of wind. Yeah, I'm not about to go to a tower. <laughs> uh, yes, that is where they reside most of the time. Yeah. Unbeknownst to you, he's with Meloc. Oh, shit. Uh, That's right. <laughs> smash cut back to Zach. You're on the fourth of five levels, Zach. Yes. Uh, you've taken your rest. <laughs> there is four. Uh, fourth level is the one that you're on currently. You have tried the far most left fire pole. Do you want to take the middle or the right one? I will take the... Wait, so I recover my hit points, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's 3d8, I think you said? Yes. Okay. 3d8 so plus know. con. Okay. So... Seven, 
Okay, so I'm good. I'm back to uh, full health. Okay. Uh, what were my two door options again? I'm sorry. Uh, they are fire poles that you were trying oh, to yes, shoot. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You tried far left and got shocked. You have middle and right left. All right. Well, I'm getting super annoyed by this whole thing, and I'm probably going to kill whoever is at the top of this tower because this is the worst thing ever. I'd like to prepare a bile of poison in my katana uh, that Which my brother one? gave me, uh, uh, oh. and I'm going to go dip to the middle. Uh, the middle Make a dexterity most. saving throw. Oh no! Okay, this guy's definitely getting poisoned. Uh, thirteen. Okay, you take four plus, points of damage. I'm sorry, plus four is seventeen. You take two points of damage. Okay, so I am back to 16. And I now we'll try to the far right. Yes, my okay. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> you are able to shimmy your way up the ladder, or excuse me, the pole. Uh, and standing there, there are three hatches leading to the roof. Oh, boy. Uh, how are they arranged? Just one left, right, middle? Um, triangularly, right? The top, left, right. I would like to investigate to see if there's any anything I can notice about any of these that seem different than the other. Hey, now we're using our D&D player minds. Uh, Let's go. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, 22, 18 plus 4. Uh, yes, the far left one seems to be rusted over from disuse. Okay, so uh, definitely not that one. You said that was the, the far left. Yep. The okay. middle one uh, looking closer upon it, it's actually just set into the stone. Like, not as like a functional door. Like, if you were to open it, you think that either something will fall out <clears throat> or the you'll get shocked. You have no clue. Okay. Uh, the far right one, however, looks as if it is a normal. Yeah, I'll do that usable. one. Sorry, it's been a long day, so I feel like my D&D mine is not working. I'll, I'll do the No, one you're fine. I believe to be safe. Yeah, so you get one of those like '80s like, uh, like attic ladders that pops down, uh, and like unfolds. Noise as you make your way up. Uh, Sitting at the top, there is a cloud of mist, and a booming voice says, "Why have you entered my sanctum?" As lightning arcs through the sky, hitting multiple different uh, metallic pylons uh, on the parapets of the top of the tower that you see kind of pulse as they filter down through the tower. All right. Uh, I would like to say that uh, I seek knowledge for a being that uh, we have come into contact with. And I was told that this tower may have the answers that we seek. Make a dexterity saving throw. God damn it. Ooh, 18 plus... Four is 22. A bolt of lightning leaps past you, uh, purposely going wide. Mm-hmm. He says, that's the only reason you have come? Is uh, coming from the mist. You can't quite make out. You can see the trail of the, like, uh, the afterglow where the lightning had struck through the air, but the voice mm-hmm. seems to be coming from a different direction. As if he's moving. Kind of testing you. Hmm. And I will say, yes, we believe that this uh, creature uh, has far-reaching ramifications for us all. We've come to seek knowledge in Cloudburst College. <laughs> he says, and why have you chosen my tower as lightning strikes? Uh, make another dexterity saving throw. This guy's a fucking asshole. I can't wait till he gets off his fucking cloud. 
Uh, that was a 17 plus four is 21. Nice. Yeah. Goes harmlessly streaking past you. What okay. did I ask? I asked something. Yeah. He asked a question. Uh, I forgot what I just asked. Why did I choose his tower? Oh, yes. And then I said that, you know, uh, my associates and I are each investigating one of the three towers and I was assigned to this one. Uh, he laughs, booming laughter. <laughs> he says, you draw this short straw, huh? Um, he says, just describe your creature. His lightning crackles around you, but no bolt comes this time. All right. We're in business. Well, he was kept several layers beneath the earth by our master, our mentor, Garen. And... We have awoken him from a slumber that he was imprisoned in. And he is a a dark knight with blue flames. Very powerful. And uh, he is now roaming roaming our world, seeking vengeance for those who placed him in this prison. Make a strength saving throw. Uh, 17 minus 1 is 16. Okay, failure. You are grabbed from behind as you're kind of like, I assume you're skulking through the mist, kind of like trying to be on your toes. Yeah. Uh, You are grabbed at the waist. And as you look at the palm, it is giant size uh, that has grabbed you. Okay. uh, And has kind of put you to the ground, pinning you. As the mist lifts, you can make out this large, giant cloud giant uh angry very very angry as lightning arcs through his eyes he says you have freed tarthanis from garen's basement write that down (laughs) tarthanis and i'm gonna say i did not but my associate did accidentally it's really timbus's fault frankly but (laughs) (laughs) You like to try to lighten the mood with him with this elemental being (laughs) you would blame one of the oldest guardians on earth who protects one of the most out of the way places he did such a good job of it you're not there Devin and I will say yes he told us we had full reign of the place and knowing that we've been uh, with Garen since we were young he knew we knew of all the different uh, different hidey holes in his rest he just shakes his head like full of rage and he says and what is stopping me from throwing you off this tower now he said why 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 should i not because you've just doomed us again because my brother is islington oh make a make an intimidation check on that one hell yeah baby 19 plus to 21 oh shit uh i rolled an 11 plus a d6 which is one apparently for my made-up modifier on the spot uh that's a 12 noise (laughs) straightens kind of a little bit and he says yes i see that would make sense uh and he will let you out from under his hand and he says well we have some work to do yeah, we fucking do. 
gonna make this shit right. You goddamn bolt me with lightning. <laughs> he says, "It would not be a challenge if you did not clear the first tower." That's true. That's true. Says, Those who seek power and knowledge have trials to do. He says, "Gather your friends. Meet me at the Broken Tree Tavern by nightfall." Yo, can you give me a lightning dagger or what? <laughs> he picks you up and throws you off the roof. God damn it. Uh, as you're like looking for your death, go ahead and give me a constitution check and tell me what goes through your mind as you start to fall uh, the 10 stories to the ground. Uh, I like this dude. I like so him a lot. I'm falling and I'm thinking I should have bought that goddamn wrist-mounted <laughs> grappling gun. I'll tell you that much. Uh, you said what type of saving throw? <laughs> it's, uh, constitution. Okay, Constitution, I rolled a 17 plus 0. Okay, well you don't pee your pants on the way down, so that's good. All right, and as uh, let me see, let me see what I got. My equipment's here. Nope, nope, nope. Nothing, nothing. I think can help me in this situation. Uh, can I maybe grab him? You want to catch? Oh, uh, yeah. As you are nearing the last couple stories and you're ready for the splat, uh, two large talons uh, catch you as oh. this huge thunderbird swoops through the sky. Oh, uh, do there's this. Pontiac here. <laughs> <laughs> every time uh yeah catching you uh setting oh you down gosh, quietly smoky and the bandit uh as it returns back to the tower and then it mists over uh you land the ground safely and fine as a huge fucking douche <laughs> do you say that out loud no god no <laughs> i dust myself off and i head to the tavern to see if i can find my cohorts all right uh burn you head over to the tower that stolas is in actually wait no stolas is went to go find david yes he is the champion of wind which ironically is where stolas is at and we're gonna say that um sandin heads over to melok uh, Stolas, you are able to pick the spider webs out from your feathers. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Well, um, I'm going to continue upwards. Um, okay. I don't. I don't know if I'm going to find anything, but uh, if it's this much trouble trying to to get up here, I'm I'm too curious to to ignore what might be up here. So I'm going to continue on. All right. Uh, go ahead and give me a dexterity acrobatics check as you soar through these spider webs. Yeah. Oh, that would be a 16. Mm. Perfect. You make it through unharmed and with no issues. Okay. Uh, as the spider webs clear out, you reach the top of that and see that these um, this next floor is kind of odd. There are windows with iron bands on them uh, with stained glass of different colors. Swirling through which, you can see the wind kind of going by in dust mode. How do you proceed? Um, could I uh, maybe use my insight to inspect the area a little more? Sure. Okay. That would be a modified 24. <laughs> Okay, nice. You uh, reach into your pocket, Sauce, 
and pull out some of the feathers that were kind of uh, natted into your wings. Uh, and you hold them up to the wind and let go as they go through. Uh, seeing as it passes through kind of the dimly lit windows, nothing happens. But as soon as the feathers in the vortex hit a bright colored window, uh, like a red or a yellow or something like that, they burst into flame uh, and are incinerated. Oh, boy. So, okay. Uh, now that you know that, you're able to pick your path like relatively with ease. Um, so go ahead and give me a dexterity acrobatics check with advantage as you try and fly through this maze of fiery windows. Um, how do I calculate the advantage again? Uh, you roll 2d20 and take the highest result. Okay. How'd you do? An 18. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, you make your way through with no issue. Um, you reach the top. Uh, of which you don't hear anything. It's actually like eerily quiet. Um, the try to describe it while thinking about it at the same time. The actual tower itself like looks hollow as you start to reach the top, and you can make out like a narrow path that runs from one side of the tower to the other, splitting it through the middle. Uh, in which there is a um little dais kind of in the middle of the tower uh, that the swirling wind kind of is gathered around. Sitting on which is a large air elemental just blowing all kinds of air down inside of the tower. An air elemental? Mm-hmm. Like, like a creature? Mm-hmm. It's a creature oh. from the plane of air, made of air. Okay, um... Could I use detect thoughts on him? You could try, or you could approach, however you want to do. All right. Um, <laughs> let me think here. Um, yeah, I guess I'll I'll go ahead and I don't have any reason to suspect that it's hostile. So, okay, I'll approach it. Uh, sitting on the chair <laughs> in this large chair that was, looks like as if it was made for a man, not necessarily an air elemental. It uh, leans down. And as it does so, there is a stack of papers and one singular sheet of paper flips up and begins to swirl around in the uh, churning tornado of air. Uh, in doing so, you can kind of snatch it out of the air. And as you read it, it says, this is a voucher for David's tower. You have conquered the Tower of Air. Thank you so much for participating in the challenge. This is redeemable. One question from David. I will be at the Broken Sheet Tavern if you need me. Thank you so much for your time. Yours. David. Oh, okay. You're David. It's in another castle. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you get the sense that this wind elemental kind of shrugs and just kind of goes back to sitting in this tower or this uh, chair. I feel you, bro. Okay. On, on the upside, you can fly up and out now. <laughs> I know, right? I should have just done that. Just fly to, <laughs> to the top. Okay, well, I'm going to uh, ask the. I, I don't even know if a wind elemental can talk, but I'm going to ask him where uh, where this place is, this tavern here. Uh, I don't he, know my way around the school. While he cannot speak, he is bright enough to understand what you're saying. 
um, and he channels all of his wind into a tunnel uh, that you can feel it slowly sucking you as it uh, kind of brings you around. Uh, oh, if you give yeah. in, he basically gives you like a boom tube from the top of the tower to uh, the front of the Broken Tree Tavern as the wind slowly, gently just lets you ride down it. Cool. I will glide down that thing. Awesome. You see Zanvin, somewhat scorched, but approaching the tavern. And Burn, you look up as you see uh, Stolas kind of glide from the top of the tower to the tavern. Well, that worked out. Yes, Not really. All right. I still want to go in that tower. Wow, Zanvin, you look no, like shit. <laughs> I feel like shit. Uh, we enter to Meloc. Uh, Talking to David, who is crying into a beer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's okay, buddy. Do you care to share anything about? <laughs> How did you even know him? Our friends. Or a lover of music. He uh, points to the wall where you can see uh, Garen is a frat brother of his. Uh, oh. <laughs> he's a weird part of Clan Thunderbird. He could drink an entire pint in less than three seconds. <laughs> He could. He was a good man. You know, man. Actually, I, I 2.2. <laughs> wow. He just starts throwing one back. Uh, <laughs> at which point you see the rest of your team enter uh, somewhat frustrated, I would say. Oh, uh, yeah. This is kind of like my frat. <laughs> Let me introduce you to Garen's Guild. He starts crying again. Ah! Yes, every time he hears the voice dude we left you alone for like an hour what happened well uh i went to go have a nice drink and then this fine fellow here challenged me to uh you know, a battle of the compositions if you will as you say uh, the room just erupts yeah tail <laughs> uh, is just like thrown hoisted into the air and they chant start chanting my lock in the background Wow, I'm and so confused. <laughs> As it turns out, he was good friends with Garen. Uh, I told him about Garen's untimely demise, and here we are. Drowning our sorrows. Mostly his. Drowning his <laughs> sorrows. Uh, he also will uh, point out several photos of his band that he was in with Garen, where Garen played drums. Um, Yeah. So, Devin, you have a question that you can ask, and Stolas, you do too. Uh, so do I. I'm more interested in uh, speaking with him maybe at a later date about okay. musics. Yeah, he, he seems pretty upset. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm, I'm just going to be comforting him, but when it's a better time, perhaps okay. I'll, I'll speak on other matters. Totally. Uh, yeah, so he will kind of just spend the night telling you small stories about your mentor. Well, you know uh, what really cheer these people up? Hmm. They saw us against each other, but what if we worked together to create a ditty? Oh, he's like his eyes go bright. He says, can I use the roof? Certainly. And as you might be the master of one element, sir, I am something of a master of another. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, please go on, dear Malak. Well, go ahead and start by tapping your foot. He begins to 
rhythmically tap. Dum, 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 now tell dum, me, what did you dum, want done dum, to this roof? Dum, 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 dum. Uh, he said, oh, we'll have Chad take care of it. He snapped his fingers and uh, you can't see it, but Stolas knows that the wind has changed according to her feathers as the roof begins to blow open as the large wind elemental Chad opens the roof for him. Okay, well, I'm going to try to impress him yes. by using the sound of his foot tapping to start creating magic. I'm just going to be spawning dancing lights around to start getting the show going a little bit. Oh, nice. <laughs> you uh, see, yeah. I can turn any noise, as long as it is somewhat rhythmic, into magic. Pure and raw. Yeah, he, uh, he is very impressed. Uh, he looks at you, Stolas. Do you say chat audibly? Stolas? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Did you did you say Chad audibly? <laughs> no, that was more of like an internal thought. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I was going to say I have a whole story for Chad if you're curious, but dude, I would love to hear about Chad. All right, you say Chad audibly, and he says, "Yes, yes, good fellow. He's he's my uh, <laughs> my intern from the plane of air. He just he sits in the tower, so I don't have to. I'm like my grumpy brother. Your, your grumpy <laughs> brother." Uh, he will shoot a wink over towards Zanvin. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> he said, I think that you've met him based on your attire. Scorch marks everywhere. Fucking douche. <laughs> <laughs> Muttering that inside my own head, by the way. Oh, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, he begins to retune all of his instruments very quickly uh, using his power of air as the roof opens and the full symphony begins to uh, gently kind of warm up uh, and play. Kind Is of there an actual headmaster to this college? Well, he says, well, technically, no, we take a vote between the three of us. Uh, he said, which is why we are the masters three. He said, everything is easier that way. We either are unanimous or one side has it. As opposed to what? <laughs> There's only two options. Yes, 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 exactly. Where's Dean at? Did he go somewhere? No, Dean right has here. Joined oh. No, no, I was. He's like looking at his fan or something. I don't know. What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, are you taking a shit or something? <laughs> no, right here. That's funny. Uh, no, Devin. That's that's how he answers. He says basically the they are the headmasters of the college and all work together uh, yeah. through a system of voting, essentially between the three of them. So. And if you want to learn something, you have to prove that you can do it. Granted, most of their students, which you kind of have, you know, gathered, not only is this a strong place to learn, you know, elemental magics of water, wind and air and lightning, uh, but they do like practical applications, like helping boats sail through like hard weathers, learning different kind of enchantment magics. Well, that's all well and good, I suppose. But uh, tell me, how are your... Uh... Well, how are how are your studies of the arts here? What about your electives courses? Says, you must oh, offer some sort of enrichment. Yes, yes, we have many a djinn that is always trying to get in and transfer over from the our school in the plane of air. A djinn? Oh, multiple of them. They're kind of not quite though. what I was talking about. See, here, David, is what I think your college is severely lacking. Yes, please proceed. A dedicated. Music's teacher. 
he gestures around him to all of the instruments he's playing simultaneously. Indeed, yes, you play them, but I'm sure that your other responsibilities make it hard for you to, you know, provide all the courses for these students. And besides, you said that you are quite limited to wind instruments. He, what about he, strings? He smiles at you as he uh, kind of nods his head to Chad as a piece of paper floats down, the same one that Stolas got. He says, I don't have to tend to my duties in the tower. That's my intern's job. As he kind of giggles. He says, but yes, we are missing strings. That's fair. But what are you going to do when all you get is drunken sailors and angry wizards who want to zap things with lightning? Well, as you can see, I'm quite busy, but I wouldn't mind offering a few strings courses. Persuasion. Perhaps for something of fair or equal value for the time I spend doing it. Give me a persuasion check. That's going to be a modified 20. He gives you a non-committal head nod uh, and says, well, 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 Malak, 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 Malak. I will run it past my brethren, but I think we might be able to have an accord. I'm sure I can come Sounds up with something quite dangerous. He uh, says, have you attended any colleges as a bard yet? Do you have, have I? As it happens, I'm a recent committal student to the College of Law. Oh, he said, have you sent in your membership card yet? I don't believe so. He says, well, if you stop by my office, I will endorse it myself with a letter of recommendation. I would certainly appreciate that, sir. As you know, I was trained by one of the best. Oh, yes, yes. First, first battle I've lost in 30 years. I'm aware. Uh, yeah, and the night goes on merry as such. Uh, you are offered rooms for no charge at the Broken Tree Tavern, which are much nicer than the Drunken Drake where you stayed. Are there time. any girls there? Are there any girls? Burn. There are so many college girls. There are 17 in the crowd. Oh my gosh. Nice. They're all orcs. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull over a joke that I haven't used in a while from our other group. They're all beautiful dragonborn women. Dragonborn? (laughs) Like scales? No. (laughs) Specifically blue dragonborns. Are you trying to fertilize the laid freshly laid egg? No. Are there are they're all dragonborn? No, not all of them, but the majority of them. All right, well, let me try and find one that's not dragonborn. Okay, yeah, racist. Uh, there are... <laughs> <laughs> There's one dwarven woman and six half-orc women and seven humans. All right, let's find one of the oh, humans, I guess. and there's one angry elf with a shaved head that you would recognize by walking through the student store. Oh, the one that was <laughs> that Stola refused to talk to. Exactly. Um, yeah, let me hit her up. Uh, you yeah. would. Yeah. She yeah. sees you coming over and turns her back to you at the bar, uh, looking too busy and to talk wow. to you as you approach. How do you proceed, Burn? 
Mm. Now. Now. What are you just doing? Drinking a martini. She's drinking a martini, looking away from me. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> roll a persuade or? Yeah, roll a persuade. What? Intimidator. Come on. You're eight Whoa. feet tall. Okay. Well, okay. Let me let me say something to her. I don't know that I can allow that as a dungeon master. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, are you a gelatinous cube? Because I could see myself inside of you. Wow, that works. Wow, hell yeah! If the, if you can roll persuasion higher than four, that works. Okay. Oh, let's see. What's my persuasion? Is a plus two, right? Oh, I guess add a modifier to it. Yeah, but plus seven. Two. Seven total. Uh, it's a 20 plus two. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. That's all she says. <laughs> it grabs your arm. Uh, Do you want to go to my dorm? Yeah. Uh, let's go over there and um, I say one more thing to her. Um, damn it, what was it? This is the most action Dean's gotten in a long time. <laughs> so much action. Just waiting. It's the plot thickens. That's not the only thing. Thickening. I say, you know, half orcs aren't the only ones with um, restless endurance. Uh, she says, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, she's not real bright. <laughs> Her shirt has uh, an egg on it that says clutch bitch. Clutch bitch. On it. That- that's Ew. fine. I'm just looking for a place to sleep. Uh, as she walks past all of her dragonborn sister and come with her. See you guys. I'll see you in the morning. And Burn leaves the tavern. This just proves that elves are idiots. Is this how <laughs> a knight of the realm, a paladin of the realm, is supposed to act, Dean? Burn. Are you, you trying to? Are you mad, I'm, <laughs> I'm not I'm mad. I'm just amazed that his. I, I I helped Dean level up his character. And I saw some of the things he had to swear oaths to. It doesn't sound very oath. Uh, I swore, my friend. I, Take it easy on the big fellow. I swear Let him enjoy himself. I'm gonna give him one carton of blackberries as he walks out. <laughs> and, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna throw him to Melark. What the hell? You don't want my blackberries? <laughs> I will eat that carton of blackberries too. I don't have room for I'm eating down to blackberries. One. I'm about to eat ass. It's seductive to eat blackberries. Oh, okay. I'll take the blackberries. Yeah, that's what she said. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm down to okay. one carton of blackberries. Uh, Stolas, how are you spending your night? Uh, I actually want to just get drunk at this point. <laughs> I have seen things tonight that I will not be able to unsee, so I'd like a drink. Uh, Chad will push a bottle down the bar to you. Windy hands. Thank you, Chad. Chad's my hero tonight. Uh, and then he rolls up to the seat next to you and begins to give off warm air instead of cold air. Ew. Warm air instead of cold air? I don't even know what that means, but. Farting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's coming from inside of his body. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah. You're trying to detect his thoughts? Yeah, let's let's do that just for right. detect thoughts. 
All right. On Chad. He's thinking on a scale of one to ten, you're a natural twenty. So the the wave <laughs> happening in the background uh, fades out of your mind as you focus on Chad's thoughts. Uh, and you hear him speak to you, and it is not anything that you expected. <laughs> he says Is it sexy talk? I have seen your kind before. Uh oh. The outer darkness awaits all of us, Stolas. And then he kind of points out the roof uh, to the singular star in the sky that's bright red. Holy shit! From the other day! He says, I see... About a week ago. I see Hadar smiles (laughs) upon you as well. Oh, shit! I see, okay. I see what's going on here. That's Hadar... Chad, Chad knows things. Chad does know the hitting turnings of the world. Actually, um, it might even uh, behoove me to ask Chad some questions about mm-hmm. said thing in private, though, so sure. the other team can't hear. Well, they, they can't technically hear you, so they're going to have to divide player knowledge from character knowledge. Gotcha. Okay. So go ahead. Uh, I'll give you 1d4 questions to Chad. 1d4? Yep, go ahead and roll a d4. I got, a, oh, go ahead. I, I got a three. Perfect. All right, what are, what's your first question to Chad? Um, it's, it's clear that you know what that thing is, but up until a few nights ago, I had never seen it before. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it is, so could you explain it? Yeah, he says, uh, in his travels, so since you're speaking mind to mind, it's way easier to explain. Uh, You see him coalesce into more or less the form of like a a pulsing human, kind of within this white swirling mist that he's taken in. Uh, And he's standing next to you on a mountaintop inside of his mind. And as you see this plane of air where you see the djinn, and different kinds of aracroca and other flying animals, big celestial white dragons that roam the sky. Uh, you see him flying around as a small cloud that is accidentally then sucked down, really, really hard down into the elemental plane of air. You see it get darker and darker and darker and darker as he emerges on the other side into the outer darkness. And there you see it and hear it. This twisting, writhing, elder god that he encountered uh changing him from just a non-sentient air elemental to something greater uh and then his mind fades back and you're kind of in the bar staring at this massive wind again that's pretty incredible actually Hmm. it was granted sentience by this terrifying looking creature hmm. I'm still less is stunned at the moment just kind of processing the information the the vision that he just kind of had and shared with the wind uh, elemental okay would you like me to move on to another player so you can take another question yes okay uh, Malak. Actually, Zanvin. 
Yo. What uh what are you up to? Getting drunk. Drinking brooding in my thoughts of being annoyed by the lightning elemental still. Are you in some table by yourself? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just in the corner. corner being pissy because I'm annoyed because Burn kept throwing my blackberries away. Except for the I last took them! And I remember that he took it and I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> the tavern is tiered in such a way that there are like rooms on the bottom floor and the upper floor but there's like a open court or like an open banister so you can see down uh-huh. uh, and you're the only person up here kind of brooding while everybody else parties on the floor with Malloc. Uh, yeah. the roof is open and you get a tap on your shoulder from behind in this corner okay how do you I would like to turn around but very like matter of fact mm. uh, how so this just like that oh sorry i can't see one sec me no, I'm, not doing I'm not doing it again all right go ahead go ahead and do it again nope, not doing it again oh man i'm just gonna like kind of like whip like what the fuck is this touching my you, shoulder you go like full blade out or anything hell yeah no not full blade out because i have concealed weapons so i don't need to hmm. and i have poison vials locked and loaded so i'm just gonna turn around but he doesn't know i have a concealed dagger but i'm kind of gonna put my arm to a point where it's pointing at him, the, the concealed uh, katana with the poison. Got you. Uh, it is one of your brother's can mutes. Can I help you? Oh, okay. Okay. Brother's mutes. And he is holding a scroll in his hand. Uh, which Ooh, looks like uh, there is a vial inside the scroll, a small one that says drink. It's the only thing the letter says. Uh, and as soon as you open it, it basically just turns into a cloud of mist that evaporates. Uh, and you're left with a file in your hand. I'd like to investigate uh, this mute just to make sure he is uh, someone that I'm familiar with, someone that has the uh, that knows the uh, the brotherhood, the society. Can I do that? Yeah. Okay. Cool. He uh, will pull down his left side of his like uh, shirt, showing two bands on his neck, uh-huh. uh, and then will open his mouth, showing his tongue where it was voluntarily taken out. Look at that beautiful roll twenty right there, and uh, you you're a hundred percent sure that he's a servant of your brothers. And he takes a similar vial, drinks it, and then you see his body kind of shudder, and then he falls into literal cubes. And as soon as they hit the ground, they turn into liquid as he like seeps through the ground and disappears. That sounds hella dope. I'm drinking the vial. All right, the same thing happens to you. You shudder. Oh, yeah, as your body turns into these little chunky cubes that kind of bounce like if you were dropping tofu on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as soon as they hit, they turn into liquid and as you begin to seep through the ground. Um, the next thing you see... Are my clothes is, left? And like weapons are left behind? Oh, no. It's okay, everything goes with me. It's been cut into little pieces of cheese. Oh, okay. I got you. Um, the next sensation you get as your eyesight returns is that your body falling into these perfect cubes again and then like resealing themselves back together. Okay. Uh, and you are in a large Whoa. open room uh, surrounded by masked figures. What is the meaning of this? And she says, you've not been permission to, to talk to the council. Uh, one of the figures in the mask says in this kind of deep... Uh, voice that kind of tapers off almost like a voice changer mm-hmm. um 
you can see Islington in the corner who nods to you uh, as his mute is kind of talking to him in his ear. Wait, his mute can uh, talk? Well, like <laughs> pointing over. Oh, okay. His attention. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> the best kind of mute. The mute yeah, right. can talk. Uh, basically talking in his hand language to, to Islington. Um, gotcha. him in on the situation. I'd like to take a long sweeping bow and say at your service council. Uh, <laughs> more than one hand goes to a sword when you do that, but nothing is drawn or shown. Uh, Islington will kind of strut across the room to you and uh, hand you a scroll. Uh, it uh, has a wax seal on it. And he says... Uh, welcome to the official membership of the Brotherhood, younger brother. Ooh, like he turns that. on his heel and walks out of the room. Um, do you open it? Uh, and the council is still in this room with me. Correct. There are three members of the council left with you. I'd like to ask them if I may open this letter. They all nod. I will open it. Okay. Leaping out at you is a. Small black scorpion uh, with yellow marks running across its body. Does 19 hit your armor class? Uh, 19 does hit my armor class. Perfect. It hits you for a total of two, five points of damage. Go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw is 18. 18. Perfect. Uh, it unsticks itself from your skin as the poison seeps into your veins uh, and everything around you begins to go blurry as your brother uh, kicks you in the side off the chair and he tells you to stand up and to fight the scorpion or fight him him all right how's with your brother dude I am going to draw my short sword and my rapier or am I sorry, my katana, which is uh, on my uh, person, okay. and I will attack my brother. Nice. Wait, didn't you ca- didn't you coat it in poison though? He just fucking stabbed me with a scorpion. A scorpion jumped out of the scroll. Yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna stuck you in the neck and then crawled off your body. Essentially, didn't didn't you owe your brother one? Why is he trying to kill you? This is a society. Okay, so I'm going to attack. We live in a society. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Let me see one thing real quick. Sure. Okay, so I'm going to attack him with the uh, the rapier. With the rapier or with the katana? Or I'm, so, I'm sorry, the katana. Uh, okay. The roll was a 14 plus 6 is a 20. It is does not. not hit he parries away your blows easily. Okay, and I'll go at him with the short sword. Okay. Wait, hang on one second. I have advantage against him. How so? You don't have any with He hasn't fight. taken an attack roll against me. Uh, he did. He kicked you off the chair. Oh, fucker. Okay, so I'll use the short sword. Okay. Oh, that was even worse. That was a five. <laughs> plus, okay. plus six is 11. So uh, the venom... Hard. Venom coursing through your body as you stagger towards him and attack lazily. He uh, reaches out one of his blades that way hits and cuts you across uh, the left side of your neck, uh, leaving a long trail of blood in a perfectly uh, 
perfect, just a perfect line across it. Okay. Uh, followed up by a second attack, which... How much missed. damage did the first attack do? Uh, first attack does... Not a whole lot. That's three, four, five, six, seven damage. Okay. Uh, the second one misses. Goes a little high over your body. Sweet. Dodge that bitch like it was the Matrix. Okay. Uh, I am... My turn, I'm going to go in with the katana, or with, yeah, with the katana again. Okay. Uh, your attacks now come at disadvantage due to the poison in your system. Okay. So the first roll was a 17. Second roll is a 17. Okay. Uh, plus the six is a 23. Three, yes. Yes. That's hard at three in the morning. Okay. Uh, so for the uh, katana, it's 1d8 plus dex. So I got my d8. Uh, that was an eight plus dex, which is a four, so 12 damage okay. plus the poison, which Ooh, is yeah. 1d6. Four. Or 1d6. Yeah, Sorry. so let me let me put that I used one. So 1d6, that was a four, so it's 12 damage. Okay. He, and then uh, the, uh, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. He laughs as you uh, cut him uh, just like right perfectly on one of his arms, um, the one that went high out of form. He's and then I'll go in with the short sword. Nice. Uh, that was a 18 plus 6 is 24. Uh, I'm going to use reaction to parry your attack, uh, raising my armor class by 3. Okay. Uh, so your attack misses as he parries your blade. Okay, and then let me see. Yeah, okay. Perfect. He will take one more swing at you uh, as the poison takes full effect of your system. Okay. Uh, and before things go black, he makes one more cut okay. uh, across the just under where the first cut went on your neck as okay. you fall the darkness. Okay. Uh, How much damage did that do? Uh, bring me to zero. Not quite. It's more or less the poison in your system that's kind of doing oh, damage I see, I see. in the background. Uh, your night is as follows. One, you see a room full of people uh, kind of all in masks and all in shadow kind of talking about you. They seem to be stitching up your cuts. Uh, the next thing you feel is pain as they're cauterized clothes and then tattooed over. Okay. Uh, when you awaken in the morning, you are granted a nicer set of assassin's robes for third level. Ooh, fair and nice. a scroll and a letter. Uh, the letter is from your brother explaining that you passed the first ritual test and are well on your way to becoming part of the society. What a guy. Uh, the scrolls contain uh, techniques and training points to work on. Uh, which will automatically self-destruct after you have learned them. Okay. And how should I learn them? Is it like Stolas or I have to read them every night? or? Uh, yeah, it's just kind of something you work on. Um, okay. Work on sword forms and reading. Gotcha. You know that reading it once, you have been trained to see something once and remember it as gotcha. part of your training. So, yeah. Very cool. That is how you spend your night. Man, Dean's over there smashing this chick and I'm getting smashed by some big black swords. <laughs> BBC's poor swords. Alright, well my turn is over. Melok the Magnificent. Your friends have all kind of wandered off 
you would say. How are you spending your night? I am absolutely the life of this party, and I may be the smallest, but I am the largest presence, and I am making it damn well sure that everyone at the party is aware of that through tribal dances. Oh, yeah, 100%. They ask if they can, like, hold you up so you can crowd surf across the bar. Be gone, thoughts. (laughs) Uh, A large group of women turn away from you, saddened that they did not get to enjoy the milk of the Magnificent. Ew. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Anything, anything else you'd like to do or are you just partying until you fall over? Oh, it's it's party it's party night. Me and uh, David, this shit's lit. Why don't you give me four constitution saving throws? Uh each descending into disadvantage after the first two. What? I said, if you don't meet them, you start to descend into disadvantage. Okay, well, my first one was a critical fail. Oh, yeah, okay. Disadvantage on the next one. Okay, so that next one is a six. Okay. And then the next one's a three. Oh, my God. Uh, My last one is a crit. Critical success. Oh, man. So So uh, I puke and rally. I puke and I motherfucking (laughs) rally. Uh, I, I, I need a shoe, a shoe. Uh, your your memories are as followed in the morning. One at one point you were inside of a cask of ale and challenged to drink all of it from within uh, while doing a handstand inside of it. Two, you puking and rallying. Three, you drinking out of a shoe. That's like four ale exception. He is a person with a bottle of ale inside of him, trapped inside of a bottle of ale, drinking ale from the bottle. <laughs> Aleception. <Yes>. Aleception. <laughs> Gosh. Um, a bunch of wizards start handing you like different staves and like wands, and letting you try them out as you blast different kinds of magics into the bar. Um, you realize quickly that a lot of these wands are training wands, so they don't do a lot of damage. But you know, you haze a bunch of the freshmen. And eventually wake up in the morning surrounded by random people you don't know wearing sunglasses that you found terribly, terribly, terribly hungover. Perfect. I cast cure light wounds on myself. Yeah. The poison is vented from your system. Right as rain. Stolas, you got your last two questions before we uh, end this session? Um, yeah, I have a question for Chad. Another one. All right. Um... If this entity that you've shown me is capable of giving or granting anima to wind, mm-hmm. how exactly do I find out what it wants with me? Uh, that's a really good question, actually. Chad points to the necklace that Garen gave you. He says in his mind, he says, when it whispers, you must listen. Obey and follow. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all I have to do. Um, the last time it whispered, I couldn't really make anything out, though. He says, oh, it will grow in time. That's what she says. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> last question. <laughs> oh, I thought that was my last question. 
No, I'll give you a follow up. Go ahead, and give me give me a third. Okay. Oh jeez. Okay. Um. I honestly like I can't think of another question at the mm. moment. Yeah. Uh, Chad will kind of just disperse into the room and join the party uh, as the party sounds come back to you. But Stolas, all you see after you have witnessed your dark god uh, is that the shadows on the walls are twisted images of the people dancing in the room. As they kind of writhe as red eyes stare back at you. Sounds scary. Dude, the gifs and the chat are hilarious. Melog dancing right now. <laughs> the David after Melog tells him Garen is dead. It's a crying Jordan. <laughs> uh, oh god, it's so late. I'm so tired. <laughs> and then you are plugged by nightmares as you go to sleep of this dark thing that you've witnessed. Damn. Too terrifying to describe. That was a spicy. Plagued episode. by nightmares. This this better not be a nightly thing. Oh, <laughs> wait, Stolas, make sure to read your book. Yeah. Yes, I will read the book so I can avoid the nightmares for as long as possible. And that is uh that is our game. We will continue. That's right, next gentlemen. Two weeks. A, a paladin on the streets, but a rogue in the sheets. <laughs> wow. Yes. Uh, I love it so much. I need to get some cool black swords. Wait, well, well, uh, Cody, so does my uh, armor class go up because I have new robes? Like fancier, better assassin rogues? Nope, they're just finer quality. Okay, just on that part. So, actually, what do you have right now? Do you have leather or do you have studded leather? Leather. Uh, go ahead and take studded. What does that mean? Uh, studded leather is a higher base armor class, of which I will Google right now. Leather armor 5e. Leather armor is. Sorry, I'm clicking through links right now. Uh, AC of 12. Ooh. And then plus your plus dexterity. Plus my dex. Yep. Oh, yeah. 16, baby. Moving on up in the world. What was it from? Uh, 14. Nice. Hell yeah. Sweet. Great stream. Like I said, next episode, uh, Devin, a.k.a. Melloc, will have a new mic. I think he sounded a little bit robotic. So next I might have one, too. Be... Yeah, Deanie, whenever you want to come by and pick up the mic, you're welcome to. Great. Thank you. And uh, Burn has a new mic. Cody has a new mic. I have a new mic. We're going to be sounding crispy. So crispy. Hell yeah. Next week, we will uh, dive into the planning Darker session side of the guild oh yeah let's do planning session if you want yeah so but yeah do we, uh cody do we level up to four or we're still at three you are still at three okay can cool you, can you hear it true. So. yes very loud yes yes really loud i i do give out points for role play though i think that's very important to, for you to know i get some wd-40 i was role playing really hard so, so hard. i should be a level like 10 already maybe Oof. keep it up all right, guys. Well, I will catch you later. Good night. Definitely. Thanks for listening. If you watched us live or Thanks, on the replay, you are an amazing person. You're a sweet angel. Yeah. Cody, you want to send us off? Yes. I have been Cody Jahey, your dungeon master. Thank you for watching Live and Let Die. As always, Dice. Dice. I'm joined. Dice. Dice.
Live and let die. Uh, Dean, sweet angel, your mom was watching live the whole time. Shout out to Dean's mom. Hi, Dean's mom. Up till two thirty. Dean. Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I would never take an elf home. Just oh, so you know. Zach Binkard's in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you know who that person is? I do. Oh, you said Big Pog, and I thought it was like a troll, so I didn't even shout it. <laughs> but yeah, oh, that was yeah. about one o'clock. No, that's that's the homie Zach. That's our buddy Zach from one of our other games. What's up, Zach? What's Shout out to Zach. I have no clue. I don't know. Devin, do you care to explain? Hmm? What's a pog? Like the little coin yeah, things? I'll, I'll talk to you later, Cody. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Me and Zach are making fun of you. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Ask. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. I gotta go to bed and catch y'all later. Bye, buddy. Laters.